yeah we are back we are back we are back hey man welcome to the podcast peace what up? Peace, peace what's going on my guy my brother nothing much man just out here um wanting this weather to flip over in la fully because it's like it's 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 fake cold to y'all but to us it's not it's like we in full short season and mm. it's not been really giving us that type of weather it's been like 60s and niggas blood is staying now so 60 don't feel the same as when i was in chicago because let, let it be winter for all that winter time that we got, and then you get that 165 degree day, that shit be feeling good in a motherfucker. In LA, when it be 65, we be like, it's so chilly. Oh my goodness. I just can't. I'm going to wear my overcoat today. So. Right. How do polar bears deal with this? <laughs> this is um, this is ridiculous. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, man. We had some really good days with the weather, uh, and then the bottom fell off of it. So now Did we're back in snow. Did yeah, it snow snowed a couple days ago. It was ago. like 80s and then it snowed yeah. like Chicago was bipolar in a motherfucker. Yeah. Man. This bitch, this bitch been bipolar since I've been here. But you know what? It's the 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 the, the what they say, the heating up of the planet, you know, mm-hmm. is causing this along with global warming and everything. So mm-hmm. uh got it's a lot going on that's causing it, but it's crazy how we were. Here having fun with 60, 70 degree temperatures. And then three, four days later after that, we couldn't enjoy it no more because it was cold as shit, man. Like you you look up and then on top of that, let me not say that. It wasn't even cold as shit. It was just cold. It was cold. It snowed. There was snow flurries one day. Then it was hail uh, that same day. Like it was just a crazy day. It didn't rain. It just like. So we got everything all in one day in a matter of 24 hours. And then now we're in this slew of, of 30, no, 40 degree temperature, uh, 40 degree days and trying to get through this. Sounds shit. like Chicago. Yeah. That is why I'm in California right now. Yeah. California. Love. We'll have to get your ass out here, man. You bullshit. Yeah. It ain't that I'm bullshit, man. <laughs> hey, hey, you know what's up with this money, man? Oh, I, know. I, I want my I want my money. And these people gotta, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I want my money. So for those who are listening, you know, we're 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 on a road to prosperity and doing different things. So we gotta make sure that a lot of shit is in order. Um, and I don't wanna just leave some shit undone. Um, and I want I want every stone unturned before I do it, but I be want to, I be want to leave so bad, but I, I be, I be so close, you know, and I want to be, be able to pay attention to everything that's going on. So. I get it, but like, dude, it's so many times where I didn't popped out from here at certain points, and like in the moment, I'm like, oh man, I should have saved that money, or I should have not go right now. Every time, like when I go back home, if I go to Houston, I go somewhere else, visit other places, it's just like. I have such a good time. Number one, number two. Yeah, it was some shit that I needed to do from mm-hmm. a like. How can I say it? Just from like a perspective standpoint, just like getting different perspectives. Like when I go back to the crib, 
it get me back locked in because it's like, oh, I didn't move out here to not be on my shit. Let me get on my shit because when I go back home, everything reminds me of why the fuck I moved and what not from just a standpoint of like, oh, I don't want to be in Chicago, but it's more from a standpoint of I moved out here with a purpose. I came out here to get a bag. I came out here to, you know, fulfill my creative purpose, like all of these different things. So if that's not happening, you know, number one, that's on me because like I'm in control and we all in control of our own lives. But um, while I'm here, I have to be on my job, you know, and that's basically been the whole time I've been here. Like I've been trying, you know, making connects, working, creating new things. Um, the Culture Foolishness podcast is finally coming out, finally getting off that bullshit in my fear. Off of yours, because I don't know what I said, I said, I said, you said, I take, I'm an accountable person. I do not blame shit on nobody. Like, I know it's my own like insecurities and fear of oh i don't want people to hear my opinions on this and that not like i ain't done i don't even know how many episodes we done done so my my me talking crazy all i've been on the internet for months yeah. and year yeah. over a year already. over a so, year yeah so you know it's time to just own it and yeah i gotta I, got, I gotta get i gotta get out there though man it's just I I feel like I keep thinking that something's gonna just like happen and I can't control because late let me take these glasses off. Lately, that's what it just feels like. Like when I if I step away from something and I'm not there to 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 pay attention to it, you know, it'll it'll fall apart. And now that's not necessarily saying that it's gonna happen all the time, but there are situations that have kind of put me in in a mode of damn. If I leave, man, who gonna really safeguard this or who gonna really take care of this for me? So um yeah, change your heart, you know. It just it's just a matter of just doing it though. That's all. That's all. I mean, and it ain't it ain't it ain't nothing to really get out there either. Like that don't no. don't take much of nothing. No, I mean I just lately. think but you know what the other part is, dude. Like I've been in I've been in work mode for so so you know, for the last couple of years. Like I really been trying to push and get and get shit done. And then not just do the podcast, but help people with their podcast. Of course. Help help people with uh video editing. I I mm. I didn't this wasn't the thing for me to just do video editing. Like uh, there are people asking me my, my opinion or get sending me their videos or putting me in a dropbox and going, Hey, can you help me with this? Or what would you do here? And and leaving comments and like it's like all this different stuff is happening. So it's been keeping me busy as well. Mm-hmm. So my involvement in these things is kind of like I, I'm enjoying. I think that's what it is. I'm in, also not just enjoying like chasing money. Like I'm enjoying having fun and, and using my creativity to help other people. You know, sitting sitting at home with the TV off, well not off, but on mute, and sitting here just working and working and working and working and working and getting shit done and getting responses back from you or from Six or from all these different people who have who have me uh in position to help out their projects or whatever it is. It's it's pretty fucking cool, man. So it's dope. Yeah, but take but I gotta, your ass three days, four days. <laughs> yeah, I need to take some time out to go see my brother. And let's yeah. come out here and kick it, man. I yeah. got all type of places to take you and shit, yeah. man. Like that for me, yeah. that would be fucking fun as hell. Cause I only got 
one person out here that's from Chicago that I hang out with and like the only person who then came to see me that's not a woman because you know mm-hmm. <laughs> but um yeah Muhammad that's the only person that came out to see me like oh, I've, shit. Been, I've been on Steve for years and now this nigga just had a baby so he ain't about to be able to do shit like a brand new baby and wifey like that's crazy Steve had has a wife finally Finally, finally, he been with the girl, but which is one of my homies. I actually introduced him, and they was trying to act like they weren't dating for some reason. With me only, everybody else knew they was together, but me, they was trying to hide it from. Why, why was why was he being why was he being weird about it? With well, because <laughs> he knew I was gonna talk shit, and he he oh. went wrong. So basically, the girl or the woman, rather, her name is. And I don't say this on the thing, you know, I'm Creed, that's my nickname, but that's a nickname. So my actual government name is Carl Reed, which is where the Creed nickname comes from. Her name is Carla. Oh, wow. And her birthday is a week before mine. So we the same side. Her name is the same as me, but a girl virgin. So he knew I was going to be fucking with him. Like, you just love me so much. You mm-hmm. version of me. And I did, like, soon as he told me, I did, it's like, see, that's why I tell you, Creed. Get on my fucking neck. <laughs> He'll be all right. He'll be all right. A little joke. No, joke. Never hurt nobody. Right. He's fine. But yeah. I'm, like, it for me, it's dope because it's kind of like, damn, like, because of me being a catalyst, a whole human was born. Out of me introducing some people like that shit is wild to me. Yeah. Well, happy for him still, you know. Of course. God bless him. Uh of course. That's a very big step, you know. Um Huge. to have a, a, a wife and not just a wife now. Now you have a child that you've brought into this world. So it's a very big responsibility, brother. Very big responsibility. Yeah. He but, got it, man. He waited. Yeah, gotta get out there. Gotta waited, get out there. Ready gotta get out there to see you and everything i'm gonna answer a question on this podcast is my voice really this deep i don't know <clears throat> what do you think <laughs> uh, i don't know <clears throat> this man for shit at this point man it's been 20 whoa i yeah. just thought about it it's really yeah. been tw- like 23 years for real there like are different 22. pitches and, and inflections that my voice have but when i'm sitting down chilling like this pretty much this this is there is, is where yeah. he's at yeah <laughs> there is no filter there is nothing that i use to change anything uh when i record this so if anyone is lying to you or if anyone is telling you that I changed my voice to make it sound super deep, I don't do that. Like, this is my voice. Um, and you can ask anyone that knows me personally uh, that has character and really, really, really knows me. And I've known them for 10 plus years who've really been around. Like, all these motherfuckers know. Creed, your camera's moving around. I know, I know. But, um, yeah. I do not do anything to make my voice sound like this. I do not try to sex it up or whatever in the email. I do not do any of that. This is my voice. Six, what's happening with you, man? I can't hear you. Speak up. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me? Yeah, 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 yeah. Ain't, ain't a whole lot going on, man. Just grinding, 
made made some investments, made some money. Just trying to figure out ways to keep on multiplying. That's all. Mm. What was what was the play? I ain't gonna say it on the podcast. <laughs> okay. Oh well. Oh. Oh. Still. Still. Still in the street stuff. No. Just no. Kidding. I don't know. No, anything I, about no, that. We're joking. And this podcast is over. Everyone have a good night. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the mission statement when you striving for greatness. God never drive a seat. I go and share that with everybody. Of course not. Of course not. Of course not. I will sidebar you later because I definitely am interested. Facts. Facts. <laughs> no, nah, it's good to have uh, investments and different opportunities at your at your uh, hands, and especially now and then when you say at your hands, literally in your phone, when you can invest in different stocks, uh, trades, Bitcoin, right. and all that. So it's it's all there now. You just got to make it useful for yourself. Especially yeah. in this age now where, where the uh, yuan currency is coming into play, right? Mm-hmm. That's a big thing now. BRICS is a, is a big thing now. You, you know, everybody should be trying to get a piece of Bitcoin and any type of um, digital currency you can. Well, anything. Uh, I think that would have been a play like two and a half, three years ago. But I'm thinking that because, they, you know what I'm saying, our fiat currency is kind of becoming a thing of the past. A lot of people kind of like scrambling and trying to find some uh some sort of you know what I'm saying coin to to invest in. It's it's almost too late to even enter that door. It's, you got to really invest invest in hard stocks if you're gonna do like a uh, long play, short play. Do like you know what I'm saying day trading and some stuff some stuff like that. Something that's tangible. That's, that's a fact. Because like nowadays, uh, like Bitcoin, like I said, Bitcoin was booming when nobody was really thinking about it when it was like a rumor. But now that everybody's thinking about it, you think about the value of it going down every time somebody throws some dollars into it. Mm-hmm. Because they keep selling it. Because it's like before when it was in that that space of, oh, everybody don't know about it. People sitting on it. It would just yeah. kept they getting know. higher, getting higher, getting higher. Now everybody know about it. So they're like, oh, damn, let me do this. One of my biggest regrets is like I uh when the Dogecoin shit happened, I had a bunch of that. And when it got to its highest point, I still held it and not because I'm basing it on the thinking of Bitcoin. What's the other one? Uh Ethereum. Uh-huh. It's like thousand dollar point, you know, price points. So I'm like, well, this is shit. I remember when I heard about like one of my biggest regrets of life is hearing about Bitcoin. Probably in fucking 2010, when it was nothing, when you got, I could have bought a thousand shares for fucking 30, 40 dollars. That's how cheap it was when they first were doing it. And then the shit, you know, I'd be a millionaire now if I had to do that back then. But who the fuck knew? We didn't know. No one knew. And then on top of that, and then on top of that, you had Wall Street. They was trashing it because they really didn't want to want to see it survive they still well now they're up on game now they're trying to go through with it but i think they was downplaying it publicly because they knew that the gravity that it had was something that was tangible and if they felt like they publicly downplayed it then anybody who wasn't smart enough to actually get involved would have gotten would would have taken their word over like actually using their own do doing their own due diligence doing some digging around and finding out the truth most people don't look for the truth. Most people just take what they hear, take the, you know what I'm saying, take what's presented to them as being the gospel. And that's how you that's how you end up in a situation where you remain broke. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and and when I when someone was trying to teach me about it, I was like, yo, why 
why are you so interested in teaching me? But it's like, because you're going to need to know this. Like, in, in four or five years, this shit is going to take off, and you should have some type of investment in it. You know what I mean? So I slowly just tried to learn. He's like, it's no different from the stock exchange. It's just not, it's not controlled. You know, I was like, wait, what do you mean? He's like, no one can turn it off or on. Like, it does what it, it's just, it just does what it's supposed to do. Uh, well, not does what it's supposed to do, but he just broke it down to me and was just showing me different shit. So um, I kind of like got a little hip to it and, and started using certain, uh, not certain things, started using certain, started using parts of my, uh, my other investments to, to uh, get, get, get situated with that. But it's a good look, man. I mean, if you made some cash with, uh, while it was, while it was moving, then, you know, congratulations to you. But uh, now, like you said, it is about, it's still about stocks as well. Uh, and bonds. I don't know if people are interested in that, but you should definitely get your hands on some bonds. I compare it to like um, the, the combination of looking at shooting craps on the block versus shooting craps in the casino. Mm-hmm. Shooting craps in the casino is controlled. You know what I'm saying? Like the risk is there, but it's a different type of risk versus like the risk on the block. You know what I'm saying? Where everybody on the, you know what I'm saying? You got nine motherfuckers standing around shooting dice up against the wall versus somebody who go to a table. You know what I'm saying? The person that's controlling the table ain't really controlling the table because they got a pit boss they got to answer to. And that pit boss got a manager they got to answer to. So everybody, they can shut that table down if they want to. Mm-hmm. And they, they see you hitting and they see you rolling and they already know the odds of you actually maintaining that that streak, they could go ahead and say, let them roll, let them roll. You know what I'm saying? They control everything. You think you win just because, you know what I'm saying? You got you got the lucky streak versus just having the common sense to say, no, I'm gonna go ahead and walk away right now. While you trying to think about walking away, they got somebody serving you drinks in the casino. That keeps you feeling uh, lucky and loose, or loose, I should, just, should say. And then you start, you spend a little bit more time there, a little bit more time there, and sooner or later you become unhinged. Whereas out there on the block, you under pressure, man, because you know don't you playing against motherfuckers who don't who can't really afford to lose what they losing. So you you know when to walk away. It's just up to you to make that decision. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, it's kind of how it is. Like in terms of like how it was with Bitcoin in the early days versus like a lot of this crypto shit right now. It's like a lot of it right now. You can tell that there are some walls around it. You know what I'm saying? They put some rails on it and shit like that. Yeah, well, they, and they had to because they you know all the. Uh the group trade and everything that people were doing, uh, people were coming together and text messages, text threads, getting a hold of it. Everybody was uh, doing group investing and everything. And I was saying that, I don't know if y'all remember what I was saying. That shit. So like everybody should do like group economics or group investing um, after reading books by Dr. Claude Anderson and shit like that and, and figuring out different ways to, to make a play. You know what I mean? It's, and it, Treat it like motherfuckers who work in the kitchen at your job all pulled together on the lottery ticket. Treat it that way. You know same, I mean? The same exact way. The same exact way. No different. But, but that's tangible. The lottery shit is not tangible. Like yeah. you literally a whole bunch of people wasting some money nine, 99.9% of the time. Like the only thing that make, makes it makes stocks tangible is education, understanding, and, and wisdom. So like if you have if you don't have two out of those three things already in line, you're gonna you're gonna fail anyway. Of course, the lottery is is manipulated. That's poor people's that's poor people's gambles. You know what I'm saying? It's the poor people casino. Uh, you don't see motherfuckers who already got at least ten thousand dollars saved up saying, you know what, I'm gonna go ahead and scratch this ticket. 
You know, you don't hear about that too often. It's the motherfuckers who really need a win. It's the people that really need that opportunity to succeed that's really going to go ahead and, and take that chance. And that's usually how it play out, man. And, and I think the middle ground for that would be people who like dabble in crypto, but they don't really take it seriously because they don't do the due diligence and the study. Mm -hmm. And uh, I would even say like back when, when not even fucking a year and a half ago when NFTs was like banging, I was like, why are all my visual artist friends not capitalizing on this right now? Because like, they didn't study. Dude, like you don't even have to be in it long to win in NFTs when it was actually banging. Yeah, I definitely should have did that one a little bit more tough. The only thing with that that was kind of confusing was um, everything. So the investment would be you had to get so much Ethereum to mint the, the, the NFT item or whatever. So I don't know. I, I should I should have got down on that. For sure. I definitely should have got down on that. And it's like the stuff that ended up hitting was so goofy to me, like the fucking what was that? Monkeys and all this other bullshit people was buying. I think that's what turned me off because it didn't feel like real art. It felt real gimmicky and shit. I think that's what kind of threw me off too. And I was like, what the fuck is this? That's the same way the music business is though. Dude. I mean, mm -hmm. like, like they they present you an opportunity or avenue or 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 lane to actually capitalize off of what you create. And they're like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna whip something together real quick and present it as being the thing. So that would be the monkey. And they're gonna yeah. they're gonna flip it. They might even have some friends get involved in the flip in order to like build, to drive up the value of it just mm -hmm. to show. All Which the, is probably what happened, honestly, during that whole little time. And that's the same thing artists do. Rappers, singers, they, they do the same thing when they create music. They get all their friends to, to share it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? All their family and friends, anybody who are a true supporter personally to get involved in getting it put out there. Then they just let it snowball into the whatever pattern of success that it can actually kind of accumulate. Mm -hmm. But like the difference is, is like there's no emotional attachment to the NFT for the art for the for the uh purchaser because now they feel like as long as I'm invested in it, if it makes some money, I make some money too. Versus anything else, it's like, well, I bought this man music, I'm a fan. Mm -hmm. Right. I, I mean, the, the NFT thing ain't completely done. It's just, I feel like the usage of it, I feel like, has evolved in that like speculative aspect of it is kind of done because it's like when it first came out it was like a gold rush you know but and now it's more like a person some money yeah and if it can make you some money and a, a person can make it at least sound reasonable they're gonna get involved they're gonna put their they best bucks forward because they don't want to be broke no more you know what i'm well, saying the current thing that we all need to be tapping into, and I feel like on some levels we all are to a degree, but it's like even more so this AI shit because that's about to take over. That's going to change everything. Everything. Like the fact that they came for writers and artists first is kind of tripped out because you would think they would have used that application towards other stuff more so but literally they came for writers and artists first like the fuck another reason why i look at it from an insider's perspective bro mm -hmm. i'm viewing it like this 
like anybody that you see actually do something that's tangible with it had already thought this through and they probably probably a part of that whole system and behind this whole AI movement. Like mm-hmm. group that um this AI shit is just an advanced algorithm calculator. You know what I'm saying? All it's doing is picking, first of all, it it because our voices are none but or to computers are none but ones and zeros. So to to uh to mimic an artist's voice is probably nothing for the computer, but it's to actually like derive, if you ask for a specific type of verse from an artist or whatever, it's gonna go through and dig through thousands of examples, thousands of examples, and it's gonna start like jumbling words together that kind of sound like something that th- this particular artist- would say. Yeah, so it's not even an AI that's doing it, dog. It's just a fucking algorithm counter. Mm-hmm. Saying, but imagine when true AI actually comes from this. Yeah, we're in the infancy stages. Like we're not at Skynet level yet at all. We're at the the baby steps to what, what Skynet basically became that ended up in for the the um probably Gen Zers out there that's that's listening. I'm referring to a um AI that was introduced in the movie Terminator. So that's why I keep saying that, but I, it might go over people's head. I just wanted to reference that. But the the concept, I think that's one of the scariest concepts of AI to anybody that's a millennial Gen X or even like the probably the, the, the first Gen Zers that maybe have seen that that's not super young, that they show what could happen if that shit really took over and ran amok. And I feel like we have the fear in us, the healthy fear, because it is healthy to me. Cause like, we don't know what that shit could really do. That's why like as much shit Elon Musk get, he'd be like, Hey, can y'all just chill on this for six months and let us figure some shit out? Cause he know how powerful this shit is. I swear to God, all this dude, like just based on what I've been, taught what I've read, what I learned throughout my my upbringing and up into my adult life. All this shit remind me of is the mentality that people would carry when the industrial revolution started or when any type of technological revolution started. It was like, people probably was like, when they first heard a voice over the phone, the first motherfucker heard, heard a voice over the phone, like, whoa, what the fuck is that? Fucking freaked out, told everybody about it. Like, man, this motherfucker got a box and I could hear a woman's voice on the other side of that. And then before you know it, they kind of found a way to roll it out to people. It's like mm-hmm. that thing with smartphones, dude. I swear to God, I remember when smartphones first got introduced, motherfuckers was like, man, I'm not finna do that. The government gonna be all in my business and all this other palm shit. Palm pilot. That was like the first yeah, shit, yeah. them palm pilots and shit. Motherfuckers wasn't doing nothing was scared that the government was gonna be in a business. But now mm-hmm. everybody in their mama got a smartphone. If you got a flip phone, you look weird now. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, or you look like a drug dealer with a damn burner phone. Like, literally, I don't every time I see a flip phone now, you old, or if it's somebody young with a flip phone, like, oh, you a hustler, period. Yeah, so like with this AI shit, all of this is a all of this is a is a monetary play. This ain't got nothing to do with anything other than trying to find ways to 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 siphon more money out of poor people, bro. This ain't got, they not this ain't no fucking brilliant plan where they're gonna sit here and try to take over the world. They're just trying to find swifter, faster ways to extract money and resources from people who are are very weak with their money. 
You know what I'm saying? People who, mm. who dream big but don't have the ambition to actually do the research and due diligence to win. You know what I mean? That's how that's that's how this shit always go. That's how it always go, bro. Like I could think about it like when when Napster. Napster happened because a bunch of ambitious ass teenagers got tired of buying music and and they wanted to find a swifter, faster way to share the music that they had. And it became a situation where the record label was like, well, oh, whoa, 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 these motherfuckers ain't buying our music. Why, is, why should you get that for free when you can buy it from us? What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna stop this. I'm gonna cut this off right where it starts and we're gonna capitalize even more. And then what happens, technology outgrows it. It is growing faster than these industries. Mm -hmm. Like me and you, us, like what we're doing right now, we're, we're doing this over somebody else's application. You know what I'm saying? This is platformed on somebody else's application. Somebody who might not have any true interest in doing what we're doing right now, but they know that there's a market for it. Mm -hmm. That's how this AI shit is going to play, man. It's, it's all a big play for money, bro. And, and this AI shit is no different than almost anything that video game developers and movie creators actually been using and talking about for the longest anyway. I mean, it's already been tons of AI in applications that we use every day and for years already. Facts. That's you know? why. Like, oh my God, it's it's moving so fast. No, it's not moving fast. They're just trickling. It's a little been moving time. the they whole just, time. They're 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 revealing a little bit at a time to you because you're not keeping up. Well, I feel like people like us that's been keeping up with technology just from what we do as a vocation. Like, if you in the music, if you in the video, whatever. That's always on the bleeding edge of technology. Like we grab it and use it. But well, we're talking exactly what I'm talking about, like just the average everyday right. person. Right. And the blue collar motherfucker who just helped, just so happened to spend all his time on social media. You know what I'm saying? Spend all the motherfucker that got to wear his uh Bensalagas and shit like that. I mean, one yeah, on, on everything. The motherfuckers who feel Balenciaga. like Motherfucker who got to impress the world. They want to at least look like they, they up on the latest trends. But the truth of the matter is, is these trends don't last long anyway. Oh, and you all, you out here buying these people's shit with, with, <laughs> with nothing behind it. Like, you know, they don't care. They're laughing at you. Nigga bought some Balenciaga beach shoes and was like flexing on it. <laughs> he couldn't even pronounce it. <laughs> couldn't even pronounce it. He was calling them Vincelagas. Had like mm -hmm. 10 pairs of them, switching pairs of shoes every five, was it 10 seconds, six? Just to let everybody know he had every pair that they had. Can't even pronounce nothing. We'll pass that, Versace. It's just, it's terrible, man. And it's not even Versace, it's Versace. Like they don't even know how to pronounce that. <laughs> Versace, Versace, Versace. Hey, man, in other news, did you guys hear about this young lady named Kamisha Williams? No, she has, not yet. No? In 2019, she followed an 84-year-old woman into a bathroom and beat her to it's death over $1,000. It turns out that this, woman's, this woman is the sister of Kawhi Leonard. I read about that a couple of days ago. I just heard about that too. So, oh, here you go, yawning. She couldn't buy. He couldn't. She couldn't ask her brother for a thousand dollars. Maybe they don't have that type of relationship. Maybe, Maybe not. For a thousand dollars, too many times. No, other. Nah, that's probably another situation. She yeah. looked like the type. 
Um, cause she shit. Like, I didn't see what she looked like. Oh, yet. bad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's it. See, this is the problem, man. I'm shit. I, you know me. Actually, there's mostly be six on these calls. But I'm gonna be the one to say some fuck, <laughs> fucked up shit right now. But every fucking time I get on social media, let's say you on your your on IG and you looking at stories, and I'm looking at stories. I most of my friends are women, but I mean, yeah, most of my friends are women. So I at least every day see some woman begging for money posting a cash app all this shit and i have a healthy amount of guys as friends on there too i absolutely the only time i ever see men asking for and soliciting for money on social media is two things and they're both rare one is investing in some type of business that they have Number two is a tragedy happens and they need a GoFundMe for a funeral or some tragic thing or whatever. So both are, one is very practical, one is an emergency. Women literally get on social media every fucking day, not everyone, but someone does, that literally gets on there begging for money. It's ridiculous. I'm, I'm really, I don't, I didn't want to jump, jump in here, but I'm going to go ahead and say it. We have removed shame from our society. We made shame a bad thing. We made shame a negative. Men, though, amongst us growing up, we learned that nobody's coming to save us. From the moment somebody tell us, stop crying, you a big boy. We learned that nobody's going to feel sorry for you. Nobody's going to come and save you. So for a guy to even humble himself to to ask for to make a request to assist financially is a big deal for us. We'll try everything we got before we make that request. And when we do, we all we almost always try to pitch it in a way where the person that's doing it is going to benefit on another end if we can actually make that happen. That's where the investment opportunities and shit like that come in. (laughs) Women don't have shame there's no it's it's as a matter of fact you get shamed for shaming women and and don't let them anything don't let them have children as a matter of fact if they have children you better help this motherfucker because she needs the help for them no don't don't even question where their daddy at don't don't question how come their dad ain't helping you don't ever question that shit it's all about shame, bro. You can't have, you can't shame women no more. Bruh, it's not even a woman that don't even have kids. Well, that's, that's the thing. That's the thing. This woman asked me for a loan and have a whole boyfriend. Why are you talking to me? Dude. And with no children. If you don't ask your fucking man for some money, like. You literally you started this whole conversation saying you got a bunch of female friends. Let me explain something to you. Friendship amongst men is based on reciprocity. Mm. Friendship amongst men Mm. is based on value added. I don't have any friends I can't depend on. 
You see what I'm saying? I won't be friends with nobody who's not reliable. I won't be friends with somebody who's not dependable. I, as a matter of fact, I'm watching motherfuckers in the way they move and how they treat people around them before I even allow them in my in my circumference. So that's, that's a fact. That's that how is men, a fact. That's how men pick friends. Yeah. But we don't pick women as friends that way. That we sure don't. But a guess lot what? Of times but they sneak women, in just being cute. Women observe the way we choose our friends. And they were like, you know what? Because men move this way and these men move in this code of honor, I'm going to exploit that. I'm going to keep him in my circle and I'm going to treat him nice. But when I need something, I'm going to make sure I'm going to make him feel like he would feel if he's making the same decision for his male friend. But he's but doing you it. can't. You can't. It don't feel the same because it ain't the same. Because it's never reciprocal. No. Never reciprocal. As a matter of fact, if you do a favor for a female, like it's almost it's it's I, I, I don't bark. Oh, entitled. It's they feel entitled. They, they feel entitled. They feel like they own it. Mm-hmm. But amongst men, like it's almost unwritten. We don't even fucking ask. Hey, when I, when should I expect my money back? The motherfuckers say I'm gonna get this back to you as soon as I get get you know what I'm saying get back right. Um, they almost off the bat, boom. Thanks, jump. They well, female never do that. Ever. Females never do that. They never. They say, oh, thank you. Give, give you the hug and all that old all that old shit. Then you waiting and you waiting and you waiting for your fucking payback. And this brought in. She oh, I forgot. I had, oh, something came up. Get, get, all of a sudden, she generating excuses and shit. They got her they, hair done a million times. Yeah, she she making excuses with her hair and nails done. She got a she got a new coach bag and shit. Then went shopping, then went on a vacation. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, Girl yeah, trips. Doing, that. doing all that shit. <laughs> looking at her Instagram story, like, damn, didn't this bitch ask me for, for 100, 200, 3,000 dollars? Whatever the fuck she asked you for? A long time ago. A long time ago. <laughs> she living her best life. I don't, it's not, and, and the crazy part about it is, is I'm of the I'm of the mindset of, of I'm not going to give you nothing I can't afford to give you, and that's and you have to move see, that way. You have to. to, but women don't think that way. No, you see what I'm saying? That's why women be bitching about their best friends who owe them something. Mm-hmm. You don't hear too many guys bitch about their best friends who owe them something. You're right. You're right. Now, one thing I will say. They'd be like, man, I gave that bitch my last. I gave this bitch my last. She ain't had a damn decency to give me nothing back. And look at her. She got her hair. In, you know what I'm saying? They want to be able to ha- be able to talk about it. And then it becomes a fight between them, you know, because uh-huh. one person has feels disrespected and and she feels. Yeah, she feels slighted by the whole gesture amongst men. If we do that, the same thing is going to happen. But the whole point is to avoid that by saying, hey, I give it to you back. At this particular time, or hey man, just let me get back on my feet first, and then once I got that, then I'll I'll I'll, I'll pay you back. Yep. Now, what fucks up guys is when you dealing with which I don't I don't know if we talked about this before, but I think this is a good time to bring in. I feel like if a dude is a fuck boy, he just a fuck boy. Like it's not like just dealing with women he's gonna do shit with his male friends that's shaky because that's one thing that i've noticed that the dudes that i have issues with doing shaky shit women have issues with them same men for similar reasons so the fuck boy thing go across the line like if you are not being a a person with integrity and honor is just gonna trickle to whatever gender that you're dealing with period That's so but i'm gonna tell you the, the thing is is like the problem i see is like people don't shit test people mm, 
know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like it's small things you could do to just shit test people just to test their integrity. You could just listen to them. That's a shit test. Just listen mm-hmm. to them. Mm-hmm. Stories they tell. You know what I'm saying? Just ask key questions. You don't yeah. even gotta you ain't gotta put them through nothing. Just listen to them talk. Let them be expressive. Mm-hmm. A, a motherfucker that will talk, ask you a question, and answer a question at the same time. You, you know there's a problem there. Yep. A motherfucker that's talking to you and makes excuses all the fucking time for everything that's going on. They make a justification for every bad mm-hmm. like they, they almost give off this victim vibe. That lets you know, man. Like a lot of it comes down to that, man. It's like also. And we're we're all byproducts of the people that raised us. We're all byproducts of the environments that we come up in, right? So it's like the type of person you grow up under, you watch them move, you watch the results they get based on the moves that they make, and you start making decisions according to that. Now, whether or not you get better examples, you know what I'm saying, through life to kind of help you become who you need to be is is subjective. But you're gonna see a lot of like, dude, I don't I don't keep motherfuckers around me who don't who who don't take care of their kids, you know what I'm saying. I don't, I don't even hang out with dudes who fuck 30 bitches. <laughs> but, but what did I just say? It's, it's exactly going back to what I said. If you move like a fuck nigga, a fuck boy, whatever you want to say. Like, it's, it's like, it's all about. It's act- across the board because they going to do something that's going to betray you at some point. If I, you I, let I, them get close enough. Access. Yeah, about access. How much access? Exactly. You know what I mean? I don't even fuck with females. Like, I, I like you said, you got a bunch of female friends. I got a bunch of female associates. I don't think, well, I don't think, I don't think women are capable of friendship. I don't so, think that they're capable of friendship because they are always going to be self-driven. They're so self-motivated and self-driven. As much as they're the most, they're the most communicators between the males and females. They communicate better than us because they mm-hmm. all, they don't know how to stop talking. Right. You know what I'm saying they communicate the best. Uh, but the thing is, is they're hyper competitive for all the wrong reasons. Mm. You know what I'm saying so that friendship shit. Like, if I got nine or ten female friends, and they, if I bring them all together, if I bring all them bitches together, somebody gonna hate on somebody because they're gonna think that that bitch trying to fuck me. Mm. They'll never accept the fact that they all just my friend. Or they think that mm. she's all some someone has already done it. Hey well, man, let's not get off course. All right, this was about a woman being beat to death. Hey, that's how it happened. That's how it started. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, it's so it's the the she beat what an 84 year old woman to death in a bathroom of a casino for a thousand dollars and when did it happen 2019 2019 and, so and this elderly this, millionaire okay this elderly woman husband was waiting for his wife outside so did he? Did she rob her, or did she owe her the money and she didn't? No, she went in. She, she was. I am. I am going to guess that she went in. She went in the bathroom behind this woman, mm. and she was probably watching her a couple times. She's probably seeing her around a couple times, and she went in there and she watched her, and she beat the woman to death, and she took her money. She saw her mm. cash out, and she followed her. Um. Cause you don't just walk around a casino with a thousand dollars cash, unless right? Unless you just want some money, right? Well, no, I know some people that go in there with a thousand or more. Well, yeah, old people, oh, old people, old, old people. people. Okay. No, she okay. got cashed out. Damn, that's whack as hell, man. And I didn't her, even have the details her. to that one. And said, her, what? And her husband was waiting on her. That's what I'm saying. Like her husband was waiting. So, you know, um, I'm gonna read part of this article. 
Kamisha Williams, I'm not going to say dude name, has been sentenced to life in prison without parole for the murder of an 84-year-old 84, 84 Afaf Assad. Williams and Candace Townsell robbed and fatally injured Assad at the Pachanga Resort Casino, Casino in Temecula, California in 2019. Those two of them. Yes. The other girl stood and watched. She stood and watched the door so no one would go in. From what I uh, was told, Williams and Townsville followed Assad into the bathroom, broke her skull, and robbed her. Assad died from her injuries a few days later on September 4th. Both women were found guilty of first degree murder and elderly abuse back in February. At the time of the murder, Williams's aunt confirmed that she and Leonard were brother and sister, per a report from the Riverside Press Enterprise. Blah, 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 plays for the Clippers, such and such, such. I'm not going to say anything else. And that's the end of that. Hmm. So she tries to play the my brother's a basketball player card. No, well, that, 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 like how was that going to found out? Yeah. yeah. Found that ain't going to help her. just said that she's. No, the state, but she wasn't trying to say about, like, my brother is Kawhi Leonard. That's what the story just said. At the time of no. the murder, Williams's aunt confirmed that she and Leonard were brother and right. sister. The aunt, so she didn't say it. She wasn't trying to like. Oh, so the aunt trying to cut her some bail. Maybe. I'm gonna use this as an example, bro. All right, somebody said something that was real to me, and it, I had to go back and research it. Somebody said that Corey Holcomb had pointed out that, uh, and I don't know if I shared the link. This was like about two weeks ago. Somebody said that Corey Holcomb said that. Uh, your mama's supposed to give you all the game when you're a young boy, but instead of your mama giving you all the game, she end up uh, hating on you through the women that you date. And, and he, he used as an example how like um, your aunts, your grandma, whatever, will question why you left, why you ain't with that girl no more. And will kind of like cut the, the female that you broke up with some bail and almost make it seem like you made the bad decision by not being with her no more. And mm where I kind of view it is like the aunt, instead of just acknowledging that she, that old girl made that fucked up decision, she had to kind of like cut her some bell by saying, wait, wait, before y'all, before y'all be down, remember who her brother is. This is who her brother is. She don't have to be out here robbing motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? But she out here robbing motherfuckers because her brother ain't helping her without saying all those words. Mm -hmm. Well, that make it worse. That make it worse. Acted like you had some damn sense, but crime. You know, it's fucked up because it's like it explains his personality to a to a degree. Not her actions, but when I saw her and the way she just her mannerisms was, I was like. I don't know what went on in your family where you can't talk and when you laugh, it sounds like a robot is dying. So, <laughs> I don't know. Like, what went on to where... Because Kawhi Leonard be, like, low-key seeming off to me. Like, he's slow or off. My take on it is this. What if, yeah, okay, they're brother and sister. But what if they don't have no relationship? That's what I was... That's all I'm saying. Which is probably you know what I'm saying what if he probable. like that? what if his father was out here just busting them off in these chicks and that's definitely his sister mm -hmm, or but, let's say that's his birth that like they have the same biological parents but they have no type of rapport no type of relationship at all because they wasn't living in the same household they whole that's life. That's all I'm saying. Mm -hmm. 
That's all I'm saying. What if that relationship isn't what everyone think it is? Like, there are families that have four siblings, five siblings, six siblings, and a lot of them aren't that all of them, they're related by blood, but they aren't, but they have no real relationship with one another. And what if they are in that position where, yes, I am her sister, I am her brother, but I don't really know her like that. I don't know them like that. Yeah, I don't fuck with them like that. I mean, I got, I got a, I, my oldest sister, me and her, she more like just this chick I know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But we, we acknowledge each other's presence. We acknowledge who we are, but we never share any real time. We never share, shared any real moments. And I, I totally understand that because I, I was the same way. My youngest sister. So the relationship I have with me and my youngest sister is a, a relationship that we kind of had to, we, we made conscious decision and effort to kind of have. Whereas me and my brother, it's three years between us, four years between us. So we kind of like, we we shared a shit ton of experiences. Mm. That's that's the way I view it. It's like, whether or not that's his sister, you know what I'm saying? I don't think his name should even be tossed into her bullshit because of their relationship or, or a lack mm. of relationship. Her She's in a fuck, she's an adult. She, yeah. made a, she made a choice. She made a very stupid, very stupid choice. And it cost somebody their life. And it wouldn't no same type of considerations wouldn't be made if it was a dude on the other end of that scenario. Oh, not at all. They wouldn't even damn near barely brought up who a sibling was if that you would have found out. If a, dude killed a, a, a woman over her money or a man over his money. Or, or old man. Or his best friend over some money. They wouldn't give up, especially if it was a nigga. If it was a black guy that did that, they would have plastered that shit all over the news, bro. <laughs> they'd, have made that, they'd have made that nigga look so damn bad. It wouldn't have nothing to do with nobody he related to. It would have been all about all the shit he did in his past. Yep, they'd have bought up everything. And they were like, oh, yeah, by the way, his daddy is, or his mama is, or his... Yep, mm-hmm. yep, yep. Yeah, because, like, it was the headline when I saw was Kawhi Leonard's sister yep. did X, Y, Z, blah, Z, blah. So, so yeah, you were exactly right. It wasn't even pertinent. Yep. Why she ain't say, oh yeah, I'm Kawhi Leonard aunt. No, she ain't do all that. <laughs> it's crazy how that, like, how do you, I, you know what? As a man, as a man, as, as a man who was young and did some crazy wild shit, I never ever thought to hurt or harm an elderly person to get on. Like, I never thought to do that. Like, it, it didn't enter my mind. As bad as I could have been hurting, as much as I wanted to do something, that never seemed like the thing to do. Right. Like, how do you get to that point? Like, that's that's so low. Bro, I'm going to tell you this. And this ain't even like, I don't want to go too far off topic. We could talk about it at some point. All right, I watched the uh, King Von documentary on YouTube, right? And... uh it was, you know what I'm saying, YouTuber did his research. He did, did a lot of digging around, found a whole bunch of tweets and shit like that. And my girl was sitting on the couch next to me and she was like, damn, he was actually out here active. And she, yeah. And I was like, I said, uh, I said, situations kind of, I said, situations you kind of don't do the work to get out of or you don't know how to get out of will kind of like take you to. Mm. And I said, uh, and you got to take, take into account he was young as shit. You know what I'm saying? I said, think about all the trauma that he probably endured that never got addressed. And he just went along with it because he ain't know that there was another way. 
I was like, you can't, we all, we all like to use the term common sense, but a lot of that shit is not what, what we think it is, man. Mm. Uh, like you, I grew up in a lot of them same environments. I grew up on the low end. I know what that shit was about. You know what I'm saying? But the difference is my pops stayed active in my life. He, he was like really drilling in my head certain, certain uh, ideals and, and giving me some perspective on some shit. My mom was too. So it was like a lot of that shit I was into, I was always being kind of like shamed for. I was being punished for. You know what I'm saying? My shit wasn't, I wasn't just allowed to just kick it on the block with 30 niggas because he's my guys. You know mm. what I'm saying? And also on top of that, for me, it was like having other things that kind of, like I was I was encouraged to get into music. I was encouraged to to chase a lot of my my goals and my dreams and shit like that. So those things kind of, I, I had a support system. If you don't have no, if your support system is all about, uh, negative reinforcement and shit like that, you're going to do what the fuck that negative reinforcement tell you to do. It don't come off as negative. You know what I'm saying? Especially when you're in the eye of the storm. Mm-hmm. So like to her, like, I don't know her. I don't know what her upbringing was, but how, how you get to that point, who's to say she was ever up in the first place? You see what I I'm saying? I didn't say she was up. I was just saying okay. like, yo. I'm just saying in general, like where she was in life is where she was in life. That woman, Very true. That old woman just crossed the, the path with the wrong motherfucker. And it just so happened. That's how life happened, bro. Like you cross the path with a motherfucker who who don't have a, a off button. No, nah, who don't have no who don't have no uh, level of uh, or a line that they just won't cross. Right. No, like, no integrity. No. No morals. None of that. It's just just go. Just always on go mode. It's bankrupt. Yeah. Yeah. Morally bankrupt. Yeah. And, on and all that, levels. And that's how it be, bro. It's like a lot of us had like. Like, you know, you be talking about how like you you could crush a motherfucking head in, but you think about it. You if you can, if you can say that shit, that means you already done thought about it. And not you know just thought about it either. So, but I'm saying like this. But you but did you did you kill that nigga? You know what I mean? Did you finish that nigga off? That nigga pissed you off, but did you finish him? What stopped you? See, she didn't have no stop button. I'm not answering any of those questions. I mean. She ain't stop. She ain't stop at all. She saw an easy target and she went for it. And her friend stood outside and made sure nobody came in to interrupt. Did yeah. she did she intend on killing this lady? Probably not, but she she went every step of the way to make it happen. Anytime you're about to do anything violent on someone, you have to understand there's a chance that you may inflict fatal harm to them. You you don't have to understand that. <laughs> you can well consider. they're 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 well, and, and you right no you well you have to no because you you you're right but yeah um, but most people ain't gonna consider it. it's like yeah i'm gonna do this with the intent to hurt them we're not that far removed from our most savage state we're probably in the most civilized state in human in human history right now that we've ever yeah. been yeah. oh yeah i'm saying in terms of what we know we not that far removed from motherfuckers spraying down our from our people being sprayed down with water hoses and sick having dogs sicked on us and hung from trees. We not that far, we still being murdered in the streets. Yep. So Sweet. that line that line don't really exist. It's a choice, bro. People all- that was born in the years where what you just described was happening aren't they're even still walking elderly. the earth. They're There's not even elderly, though. I'm dumb. They're not even elderly. They're just older. They still moving around good, though. <laughs> they still, dude, a lot of the motherfuckers that was around when that shit was prevalent, they they make they make legal decisions in Congress. Yes. Some of them, some of them are are are, 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 are team owners. They're justices. they're justices in the fucking in a you know what I'm saying at the at the highest Supreme court. Supreme Court. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I mean? Mm. So like, what we what like what we talking about? You know what I'm saying? It's like it's crazy. Like the savage. I think what it is is like we our ideal of what a civilized society is supposed to look like doesn't match the reality. You know but it saying? never will because there's there are too many instances or or what's the word I'm looking for? There are too many gaps and holes where people are suffering from things that they don't have. To me. So when you look at society and we say that this is civilized to a certain degree, like we can say that, like I'm civilized, y'all are civilized, but that's because you've gotten to a point where you can earn a living, a decent living to help yourself. A woman that goes into a casino and robs somebody for a thousand dollars and kills an 84 year old woman. That's not, would you call that civilized? Or would you call that someone still trying to get out of a situation at the end? I mean, that's definitely not civilized, but the point I'm making is simply this. It's not even necessarily the, the idea of a civilization is what I'm saying. Like we live under the idea of a civilization. We're launching fucking telescopes into space and shit. We think that we, we're using all these different materialistic measures of civ civility, but we're not exemplifying that in the way we live. As Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. And I'm agreeing with that. You know, like even with all that, all that happening. Right. There's still this other shit that's still going on. That, that we haven't resolved and then on top of that we found then, way to capitalize on it think about it like the, the, the prison system is a, is a prime example of how it's, it's not it's, it's not a tangible goal to civilize everybody so let's capitalize all for those we can't well shit in california they capitalizing off the homeless situation so yeah. Every election, we literally have all these um, bills that need to be passed for the state that will like provide housing, do this, provide these services. That money gets, I'm pretty sure about 60 to 70% or more of that money gets stolen, you know, because they find loopholes not to help them with the funds that people are allocating to them because it's always a cash grab. All of these people are damn near crooked. You know, it's so few that's actually working for us out there. I'm going to ask you this. What's the, what's, the, what's the end game in throwing money into trying to help the homeless if there is no real goal that the homeless people can align with? You can't, you can't help people who haven't actually lobbied for themselves. You see what I'm saying? That's why black people are, as a people, we're where we are right now, because mm -hmm. we want help, but we're not lobbying for ourselves. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's why the LGBTQ plus community has the support they have, because they lobby for themselves. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like the homeless people, they, dude, believe it or not, there's a lot of people who choose homelessness. I've been, you know what I'm saying? I've been telling people that. And, and any help that they get, they, not gonna, they might not turn it down because hell, shit, that's extra baloney for me. But you try to put them in a fucking place where they got to pay another motherfucker seven, eight hundred, nine hundred, thirteen hundred, fifteen hundred dollars a month when they they don't have to come up with fifteen hundred dollars a month where they living right now. Why would they choose that? Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? A lot of people, oh, okay. so a lot of them have already lived that life, and they were like, you know what? Fuck that! I'm gonna live off the land. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? It just so happened they live in urban sprawls, right? You see what I'm saying? It's like, it's, I think perspective is key, man. It's, I think like a lot of us, we had this idea and this perspective of what, what uh, helplessness looks like, but that's that's some propaganda shit, man. Most of these people ain't helpless, bro. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't believe that, that at all. I think that they're being exploited. Yes. 
And I think the exploitation might not even necessarily be direct. It might be one of them things. Oh, it's very indirect. I think like uh, it's the same way like we we see the commercials online or on, on TV about the, the kids in Africa. It's the same mm. same type of ads get shown in Germany and China and shit about the kids in America. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Them same type of ads, the same ads we see about the fucking kids with flies in their face and all this old shit. And like, hey, for, for the cost of a cup of coffee, you can feed this family. For Man, 35 cents a day. Motherfuckers showing on, on in China and, and, and Russia and Germany and all this other shit, all about the poor kids in America. And we can't we can't act like it ain't no poor kids in America. Oh yeah, they're here. So their their ads are just as egregious and predatory, but they I know. think it's I think it's over a hundred thousand or something like that here. And just Chicago alone or something. Yep. What? Uh homeless children? Homeless mm-hmm. children, dang. Yeah. And and you think about it like this, there's a lot of kids out here who parents just didn't have the heart to put them up for adoption. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They had, they, it's that ego got involved in like, well, we yep. got, and then all of a sudden shit start falling apart. And the first thing they start doing is throwing fucking kids overboard. Mm-hmm. They just keep the boat afloat. And they the, start, uh, suck that motherfucker. The unfortunate thing mm-hmm. is too, just be, especially, you know, with the, the, the demographics who are, having the most children that are going into the system the percentage of kids that's even getting adopted out of the system ain't is not a hundred percent so i think the parent within the ego part is like well they'll just be in the system let me not let but if you're not gonna do what you're supposed to do you might as well let them go through that process the unfortunate thing is how much trauma happens in that process if they not adopted out soon enough? So a lot of adopted parents, they be out here just for the check. Oh my God. Oh, there's a whole video about a brother and a sister who get dumped off in Atlanta as soon as they turn 18. I literally just watched that today. So that, and that's why I, the whole time, I hate to say it, whole time I'm expecting to be some white people. It was some damn black people that was the parents that that uh dumped them out there, which is super trash. Yep. And they was well off. Really? Well the, the way the girl talked and the boy they sounded like up until they was 18, they was probably going to good schools and all that stuff. They sounded very articulate proper all of that stuff so it sucks um because i heard the girl got like human traffic to something i don't even think that she's still missing right now uh, she can't they she got they, they found her helped to get on her feet they uh, oh okay yeah like she got tens of thousands of dollars cash out right 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 fished in and helped her out mm-hmm. but the thing is that i'm viewing is the fact that it comes down to like self-accountability and you know accountability ain't just about saying hey i did something wrong but taking what comes with that you know what i'm saying responsibility is owning what you did but accountability is not just owning what you did but taking all the punishment or bad that comes with it like so if i got to do 10 years for my crime i'm gonna I'm sit i'm gonna sit down and do that 10 years that's me taking mm-hmm. and accountable for what i did but i think that a lot of it is is like a lot of people rat think that uh this being contrite is is self-accountability you know what I'm saying? Contrition is not good enough. And like, yeah, you like they're saying, hey man, I fucked that up. My bad. No, my nigga, you fucked up somebody's whole life. Yeah. How well, how do you rep- repair that? Mm-hmm. I'm saying reparations. That's what that's called. You know what I'm saying? Well, how do you repair that? 
Well, you know, if you're a brown person or a black, I'm not even gonna say brown because they'll give everybody in America reparations, but the people they owe it to the worst, like which is like wow to me. <laughs> like so I, the the whole thing that happened with the um Asian community with the hate crimes, all that, which is bad, not condoning it, shouldn't have happened, and they should have been compensated the way they were i'm not saying they shouldn't but where's our fucking money we should have been got our damn money you know why that happened they got a lobby they got people that's fighting for them well that and they have have a they have an embassy they have a lobby that that that, the first thing you said is more so important they have have multiple embassies because it wasn't just one group of asian people it was asian people in general you know what i'm saying so we're talking chinese korean south korean they have a body politic, a body politic. But this, well, the like thing, all, the all lot- of these people have a country. They have a backing behind them at the end of the day. You fucking with our people in your land. There's a whole ass army connected to all these countries. That's, That's they do like everything you said is true to a degree, of course. But the main thing is black people in America have no country backing them but this one who ain't backing us because they fucking hate us for real so we just out here i'm gonna say in this. the wilderness what and this is my argument against that my argument against that is all right women have a, a lobby mm-hmm. uh the lgbtq have a lobby right they have none of these same issues that us as a black community have mm-hmm. black gay people have more support than than straight black people because mm. at least they have their lobby. You see what I'm saying? We don't have anybody who can say, you know what, I'm going to address our matters as a community amongst for in front of these people and fight for the rights of these people to get what we're asking for. All we're doing is just yelling into the clouds. Right. Where's this guy pumping our fists and saying, no, this shit ain't right. Stop shooting us in the street. And then when, when they go talk about it in Congress and they pass these bills, there ain't nobody there saying, hey, I'm speaking on behalf of them. Well, anybody that could lead us halfway, they figure out a way to damn kill them. So, or corrupt them. Or corrupt them. So, I think that's the problem. They've been going, they've been going for the head six forever. They always go for the head with us. Whoever is leading us, they go for that first. So we running around like a chicken with our heads cut off, not knowing what the fuck is going on. Every since you can't the, corrupt the, who's not corruptible. So that means that every again, everybody's got a price tag. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Everybody got a price. Everybody got that that limit that they like, you know what? Fuck that. I'll go ahead and do what y'all asked me to do. But then if they're not corruptible, then they kill them. It's it's really either or though. It's not, they're All not escaping. Is- I don't even think it's about the killing them. I think it's just about the the character assassination, tear down their image. Oh, for sure. And like you don't even have to. Sure. You don't even have to kill them. You're right. Yeah, it's kill their character. No, you. And it's it's right. it's punk. It's punk motherfuckers that'll do that shit to you now. Look at Kanye. Look at Kanye. Like yeah, like they. Um, we live we live in a community where we feel like a motherfucker has to be pristine in order to represent. represent There's no such thing. There's no such thing. Like you can't have no flaws. You got to be flawless. Otherwise, don't talk about anything that we care about. That's how that's how our community functions. Right. 
they'll yeah. drag a motherfucker just because they got some shit in their past or they right. say stupid shit in that moment. Mm-hmm. Look mm-hmm. at the fact that like hell, they even tear down Martin Luther King now. Yes, just because he fucked a few bitches. Yeah, no man, they and, like no, you're and, not. And, you're, you got to be perfect to represent us. But yeah, no great man, no great did. man or a good man ever ha- ever had a, a a completely solid background. Like he did some some fucked up shit. Because Malcolm, we're human. yeah, Malcolm X, every last one of them, like every every last one of these guys has some shit going on in their background. Like that yep. that's that comes with it. I I think I would prefer a guy like that who openly admitted, "Yo, I did some fucked up shit. I used to hustle and pimp, do all this other shit," but. I've changed now and I understand the error of my ways, but I understand what's missing in our, in our community because I did these things. Mm. So I know what's wrong. And I know, I know where we we're faltering at and, and we need to uh, repair that damage, but there is no such thing as a pristine image. They can create you one. That's why. But, uh, but, say what? That's exactly why cancel culture exists. Cancel culture exists as a byproduct of people being so so wishy-washy on what their mm-hmm. needs are. They don't want people rather hear, rather people don't want their problem solved. They rather just be heard. They rather be they rather be able to complain and be heard than actually say this problem has been solved. Let's move on. Because once you move on from solving that problem, that problem no longer exists, and they go back to being invisible in their mind. They were like, "Well, I was being heard. I was being seen because I had something to complain about." But now that my complaints have been actually addressed, now I'm standing back. With my fingers crossed, instead of helping these other people get their problems solved, I, I, it was all about me at first, but now it's not about me. And now I'm mad. That's how people, that's how, that's how, the way people function now, man. And so that to, goes back to a sense of entitlement, right? To a lesser extent, the um, situation with uh, Jonathan Majors is interesting because Everything is in this speculatory stage, although for some now, I mean, I get see this is the thing that fucked him up. If it had just been the shit with the one person, he would have maybe been able to like pivot. But now there's these other people coming out the woodwork saying that he was putting hands on them. But really before all that, no, 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 hold on. Before all that, people was giving Marvel shit for not firing him like everybody else firing him. first of all they paid him already they're actually contracted to this person already and nothing has been definitively proven because her story seemed wishy-washy because why he called the damn police himself so they're just like we're gonna wait and see but people want them to basically crucify him before anything has been proven and they just waiting to see because they going they trying to have the integrity of their little movie universe and all this shit. And if the motherfucker didn't do the shit that they trying to say he did, then what's the point of throwing that shit out the fucking window? You know, so they just trying to chill. That's two different arguments though, bro. Cause like Marvel as a corporation, as a business, and as a brand, they got they had a right mm-hmm. to they reserved the right to kind of like play these cards the way they dealt. Right. Him on the other hand. His situation is unique in the fact that it's a he it's only one single scenario that everybody can actually put their finger on and say, okay, this is how this is what we know played out. All those other motherfuckers that's coming out the woodworks, that's no different than with the Michael Jackson, the Bill Cosby, the R. Kelly. That's no different, bro. Like motherfuckers are gonna come out and say whatever they can if they can jump on it. Now it's about whether they can prove their case. You see what I'm saying? Like, all right, you say this nigga did the same thing to you. And you probably feel more empowered now because it's public now because you didn't want to take the same L that this old girl that old girl took. But now you got to prove that he did these things to you. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and yeah, the longer go that it happened, it's harder to prove these things. Yeah, exactly. And and to and I'm not here to defend or 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 put him in in, in a in a purgatory for what happened because I don't know. But I do view it from the angle of when you start rising up and you start making these moves and you don't you you're not agreeable to these people and you don't start making decisions according to what they want you to make, you're gonna get a lot of this shit happening to you. Yeah, you know I mean? there are people around that'll make that'll make sure that you make a mistake. You know what I mean? It's you like, are being watched. And even and the way I view it is like we I don't know, bro. I, I don't wanna say I don't want to go off into no no deep dive on it, but I do look at it like he got a he got a, he got a lot on his plate right now, bro. It's like of course, now is the time for all these motherfuckers. It's a, it's a blood. It's a it's a feeding fest. Yes, yeah. think about it. This man just put out three. Was a part of three movies: the uh, Ant Man movie, successful. Uh, the Devotion, what, and what was the third movie that he that Creed he was part Three? Of? Bang Bang that was huge. Bang Bang. That's three 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 great movies. In that one, he was already and he was already on the streak anyway. Yep, because Lovecraft right. Country was raw as hell, even though. They spike that to get the ratings it got and got canceled because it talked about real shit that happened to us is hilarious to me. Like what was the other thing you just, said, Six? I forgot the name of it. I think it's something the five bloods or some shit like that. He yeah. was in that spike. Yeah. Oh, he, oh that, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in that. He was like one of the breakout stars on that one. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm I mean, it's 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 fucked up. And however it play out, I see how it go. If he if he did all that shit, fuck that nigga. If he didn't do it, you know what I'm saying? More power to him. I just, I like, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't with the whole beating up bitches shit. Like, nah. But I, I, the way the story sounds, is too sketchy to me. You know what it's I'm saying? It's funny style right now. And to see the way that the whole, everybody, like I said, it's a feeding frenzy right now. Everybody on his ass because obviously, in my opinion, you know what I'm saying? Allegedly, he probably said and did some shit that didn't, that wasn't agreeable to what they wanted him to say and do. You know what I'm saying? He don't he didn't he didn't come across as an agreeable Negro. I mean, I feel like it was kind of early for that though, too, right? Like, I mean, but when you started rising up, he didn't he but he didn't hit that, he didn't hit that, he didn't hit that the 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 peak yet. Like, I would feel like there's two or three more, you know, movies in there that to to really take off before you know the ones that was gonna be the ones they didn't took all them from him because he was about to play Dennis Rodman and all type of shit that was gonna be cold when he did that Disney deal that right there took him up there yeah every all everything else was anticipation everybody was anticipating him playing them other Kang roles yeah he was gonna be be the big bad for the rest of the fucking uh for this phase yes well hopefully then every you know shit comes to light and he really you know didn't do what they said and he can can resume his shit but it's just hard because you know the court of public opinion you uh guilty until proven innocent so just the allegation and you know the culture that we in now like it's funny even though he with a white girl and you know how black women be feeling about that i've seen different posts here and there and just from the woman's solidarity thing they like fuck this guy they already like fuck this guy even though who the f- we've seen women lie on men and it's been proven multiple times that's why i can't just 
people are people. Like this is one thing that like irritates me. I think it's it's like society holds women in this regard like they're above doing things that men do like lie and other things and then when they do it it's almost like society acts surprised like they're not fucking human beings and capable of all the fallacies that any human being is it's just like when growing up what what are boys uh what are girls uh sugar and spice and everything nice and what are boys i forgot what we were but i know it was gross and not good <laughs> it was like what was it snake dog tails right exactly so what do you say i didn't hear already oh say it again snakes snails and puppy dog tails so Girls are sugar and spice and everything nice. We're snake snows and puppy dogs. But see, that's a, you think about it. That's the whole point of the brainwash. Like, each, like, you don't brainwash a person consistently with the same information through the duration of the brainwash. You upgrade the, the information that you want to have them retain until you mm-hmm. get what you're looking for. You know what I'm saying? Like, right now, we're the only society that's doing it that we kind of like trying to flip the, uh, the hierarchy. You know what I'm saying? In terms of like giving women the opportunity. Women took to the brainwash so well that the, the system said, you know what, let's go with this. You know what I'm saying? Women took to it. Like women wanted the right to vote. Women was like, fuck yeah. Let me go ahead and get, let my voice be heard. Now guess what? Women outnumber men in voting. You know what I'm saying? Most, of the, most, most political turnarounds happen because women outvoted the men. Mm-hmm. Women, women voted. It's surprisingly enough, women are the reason Donald Trump won. Mm-hmm. Yeah, women are the reason that 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 uh Hillary Clinton lost. They, they're the reason. You know what I'm saying? Women, the way they the way they vote, the way they think. You look at Chicago politics. Chicago politics is turned around mostly by the females. The female vote make up a nice majority of the Chicago voting system. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And I mean that's that's amendable. You can't you can't do nothing but say you know what I'm saying. Clap your hands to that. But then well, you also gotta look at you got the majority though. They should be used. Yeah, women is always more women than men. They're the majority registered voters, but they're not. The but majority. I'm. They're no, not. they're more women than men on earth. No, but I'm. I'm talking about in pockets and in different areas. Like there, but, there might be more women in, than men on earth, but in certain urban sprawls, there are more men than women. Probably, but I feel like generally, because it's so many women, generally in in any city. If you take the entire city as a whole, it's always going to be more popular. You no, know we, you know we could Google this, right? Oh, do it. The point I'm saying the <laughs> point is this, bro. The point I'm making is this: like men make up the majority of the prison population. Oh, for sure. So, yes, women outnumber men. The, the actually the, the ratio ain't that that vast between men and women in the in the the count. It's not. It's not. But it's they. Not it's more of them. Yeah. Yes, it's always and it's always going to be that way. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like the way you think about it, genetically, we're wired like when when we reach a point socially and for some reason biologically this happens when we reach a point where there are more men than we need, women start producing more girl babies. It's just the way that's the way our genetics are made up. You know what I'm saying? So you have a situation in place now where you have a lot of guys that are getting locked up and their vote is being canceled because they got felonies. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's automatically going to offset the vote. You see what I'm saying? You have like a lot of this stuff is manipulated strictly through the politics of it. 
Like we might have a lot of dudes who have a voice, but they can't use it because they already caught a case. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It's just, we being silenced. And then now we have a scenario in place where men are actually being vocal and we vo we, we're voicing our concerns. We're being called toxic because of it. We're being shut down because of it. You know what I'm saying? We can't even talk about like shit that, that we care about as men because we're called misogynistic. You know what I'm saying? Same yeah. conversation we have amongst us. Once we start having these conversations in public, now it's, it's bad. That's a fact. But, but yet they want to know what we think. You get what I'm saying? It's like, it's, it's I don't know, bro. Yeah, it's the the eternal conundrum. Yep. Um, the so eternal. listen, his last few movies, mm -hmm. Jonathan Majors. Okay. All right. So in 2018, he did White Boy Rick. Mm -hmm. That was my shit. There was a did you, oh you you saw that because I haven't I seen see it. it. I didn't see it either. I don't snitch Brian? movies don't really sit well. Yeah. Say what? Brian, I'll Brian. check it out. On true story, I'll check yeah. it out. I'll check it out. Yeah, snitch movies don't normally sit well with me. Um, so then he did Out of Blue. I don't I don't know what that I is. See that one. Um, then there was a movie called I'll Go Down to 2020. He did The Five Bloods. Oh, I did see that. 2021, he did The Harder They Fall. I did see that. What was that about? Because I don't that's a, a black western. That's on Netflix. Oh, I did see that. Yeah, Damn that it, was, man. That was fresh. Yeah, that, that was really good. I like that. 2020. Okay, that was 2021. So 2022, he goes and, do, uh, and does Devotion. Mm -hmm. and then, yeah, I like Devotion. 2023, he does Magazine Dreams, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. And then he does Creed 3. So in 2023, he did three movies alone. Two out of those three were block blockbuster movies. Mm -hmm. I wish the best for this brother. However, if you did beat this woman, you deserve everything that's coming to you. Get him the fuck out of here. Yeah. Yep. I don't, I don't, I, I have sisters. I was pushed out by a woman. I do not accept anything like that. Now, if it was a situation where he was defending himself and she didn't learn her lesson by getting the fuck off of him, and you were defending yourself, okay. But it depends on to the, the extent of what how this happened and what actually went on. Because I haven't been looking into the situation. I don't follow these type of things because I'm just turned off by it. But I would like to know more of the details about what actually happened. I got you. I am intrigued a little Yeah, bit. because the way it happened, I didn't even know. Let me say that. I didn't even, I didn't know anything about it. I, I was hanging out Friday, chilling out, minding my business. Saturday, I go to hang out with one of the guys. We go to uh, to a young lady's bar. That uh, One of his friends, she owns a bar. We go to the bar. On our way there, he goes, yo, that's fucked up. What happened with Jonathan Majors? I was like, what you talking about? He's like, yo, you ain't here last night? I'm like, here what? Like, bro, I've been, like, I'm I'm Zooming. I'm in and out. Like, I'm just doing, I'm doing my thing. Like, I don't be paying attention to the news like that. So then he goes, dude, he beat up his girlfriend. And I was like, no, why would he do that? Like, he don't even look like the type of guy that, you know, that would, he's like, man, it's all over the, it's all over the internet that he beats a girl up. So, uh, think about that. 
about how that was translated to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what's crazy, man. That's why it's a real dangerous game out here with the internet, bro. It's like, all, all it takes is a headline and a couple tweets and shit like that. And before you know it, the story get distorted. Yeah. Like, people don't, like, I, like, even though the headlines are what the headlines are, only two, only three people know what happened in that Uber. That's it. That's it. And that's why I say is is anybody can make up a lie about you, a change a narrative about you if if you give them enough time. Like, if they, if, if it, right now, Someone could be someone if I, I could put this podcast out and someone could say, yo, they were being misogynistic again. Yeah, we don't like that podcast and change the whole narrative about it. Right. But we've never been misogynistic. We were just speaking open and honestly about facts that we can actually see. Given our perspective. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Given yeah. our opinion. And if there's some facts like that's that's just what we're going off of. But it can easily change from moment to moment, minute to minute. And it don't take much to do that shit. But I, I hope he I hope I would like to wish him the best. But if if you if you really out here just slapping slapping bitches down and it ain't for a movie role, then I, I don't support that. I don't support that, you know. <laughs> I don't know, bro. I mean, some of these hoes need to get slapped up. You know what I mean? He's got to, you know what I'm saying, check them, give them some uh some mediation. But you know what? There, there, certain situations call for you to just like gorilla pimp on these hoes. Like you, sometimes you. Does Wayne Brady have to smack a bitch? I'm like, I'm up here wondering sometimes. Like, maybe we just late to the party. Maybe men are late to the party. All these rules have been changed, but we're still playing under the old rules, and we think that we still got to be, be, uh, you know, saying, yeah, we got to be civilized and shit like that. Meanwhile, these women can, you know, saying. Run up on man, nigga. I saw a chick run up on a dude and was all up in his face, and she putting a finger all in his forehead and going all crazy on him and shit like that. And I'm like, nigga, get her up off you, bro. The fuck you doing? He's standing there just taking it. Like you don't gotta take that, nigga. They voted to be equal, equal rights, equal lefts. You know what I mean? <laughs> Let me say this, oh, man. God. Let me say this. I, I was raised by my mom. My, my father wasn't there. My mother did oh, man, the best like, she could. Oh, but let me let me say this. Let me just say this part. You gotta, all right. You got to learn that you don't cross the touch barrier, bro. Yes. And that's what I was getting to. My mother told me, you do not put your hands on a woman ever. However, if she's good enough to throw it, she's bad enough to catch it. I was never told not to ever put my hands on a female. I was told that you shouldn't put your hands on a female unless you felt like there was no other recourse and you got to get up off of you. Mm-hmm. Now, you now you don't go beat yeah. bitch ass yeah. like you don't go ground and pound, but you got to get up off you. She got to you got to be like, oh fuck, you got to wake her up. Maybe she sleep. Yeah. I, I I've I've had to, to <laughs> shake some some women in the saying, past. I ain't, this is I, shake. This I ain't gonna. I ain't finna slap her in her face and shit. I might hit her in the kidney or some shit like that. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> just give her a little body shot, you know, or something light, nothing crazy. Hey, most of them cushy and, and soft and fluffy on the sides anyway, so she might yeah. not much. You know what I'm saying? Hit a crumble a woman hitting the damn side. She'll be on the ground. Nigga, <laughs> just fold up and shit. <laughs> Yo, I seen a guy. Real, this is real spill. But this ain't about beating females. I'm sorry, y'all. No, yeah, it ain't. But I'm I'm gonna say this anyway. <laughs> While Creed is yawning all in this motherfucking video and everything, I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. He does it every episode. So listen, 
<laughs> I'm walking home one night, right? And it's just two, it's this couple, they outside, they going back and forth. He's like, yo, don't hit me, don't hit me, don't hit me, don't put your foot. And he you could tell as she's walking up, her intentions is to hit him. So he yep. goes, yo, he's like, I'm telling you, man, this and he he says her name or whatever. He's like, yo, don't come over here throwing no punches at me. He's like, I'm fucking serious, I'm not playing with you. What does she do? Hit him anyway. She hit this man, and then when she hit him, he backs up. He's like, yo. Would you stop? Like, I'm not playing with you no more. And she starts, she keeps throwing punches. This grown ass man didn't want to step back no more because now he's on the car. He picks her up and slams her into the windshield of the car, the front windshield. Man, that shit went spoosh. Bro, I'm going to tell you like this. Some of us aren't wired. Like, it takes discipline. It takes training to learn to not be violent. We are, we are hardwired from... That's why we go to kindergarten. That's why we go to first grade. All grammar school does is teach you how to be more restrained so you can attend high school so you can learn how to pick up a trait. So like all of grammar school is just teaching you how to be civil. Imagine a, mm. a, a, imagine a world where children don't attend that training. Nigga, mm. we all be savages, bro. It'd be a lot of dead motherfuckers out it's here, man. Lot, yeah, on everything. The movie, uh, The Lord of the Flies is based about that. It's on that. That whole movie is about kids not having supervision. When you remove you remove the rails, when you remove the, the fucking the ropes from the from the wrestling ring, it's open season, my nigga. Yeah. The ropes ain't the ropes ain't for them, the ropes is for the audience. Keep yeah, them right. Because now you now you saying I can color outside the lines now. Yeah. So like you put a motherfucker in a position where they gotta go savage, where they gotta because putting yourself putting a person in a fight or flight position is not fair to them. Mm-mm. Like Mm-mm. we don't always we don't always view women as non-threatening. Sometimes we just Sometimes it ain't even about male to female. It's about whether or not I'm in a situation where I got to defend myself. Yeah, and yeah, once yeah. your brain, that switch in your brain, go click. And like, he was trying I, his best. He was trying his best. We respond to loud noises differently than women do. You see what I'm saying? Like when a, That's why women, when they get loud at niggas and shit like that, niggas try to walk away from that shit because our brain can't manage that. We don't, all we know is, is this threat? Is it, yeah, is this threat level? You see what I'm saying? She keeps swinging on me. I'm trying to get up off me. And then you start thinking, what, what you got to always think, man, maybe the police going to come and lock me up. Is that all? Mm-hmm. You know how fucking crazy that thinking is where our only our only threat in life is the police. You get what I'm saying? It's like this woman will not back the fuck up. He she lucky he didn't boop, 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 pop, pop. All he did was pick her ass. I'm going to put lay her ass across the windshield. No, he ain't. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm not, I'm saying like, not literally, but the worst that could have happened, what could, she could have been walking around here looking like Martin Lawrence when he was boxing and shit. Yeah, because he could have, yo, he picked her up because she wouldn't stop. And he was trying to like get her off, get her off. She wouldn't stop. She wouldn't stop. And he just like, just seeing him like pick her up and just like, next thing you know, the windshield just went and she was like sitting in it. I was like, God damn. He's like, I told your motherfucking ass to stop, man. You're raised in an emotional environment. You learn that you put your emotions and your feelings first. You see what I'm saying? When you raised in an emotional environment, you don't understand how to be a little bit more thoughtful and, and restrained in your actions because you don't plan. You just think and you feel. You see what I'm saying? So like a lot of those people are functioning amongst us right now and they don't have the same type of boundaries or respect for boundaries as a lot of us who are a little bit more calculated in our thinking and kind of like 
thinking 10 steps ahead. I'm not thinking about the moment at hand. I'm like, as soon as the shit start popping off, I'm always reading the room anyway. So I can see it happen before it go down because I'm already thinking, if I go to a restaurant with my girl, I'm facing the door. I'm seeing see everybody that's coming in. And leaving. You see what I'm saying? But that's just because I'm a, I was raised in a more thoughtful, more logical environment. It wasn't a whole lot of emotional breakdowns and yelling and shit like that in my environment when I was growing up. Not until after my mom and my pops broke up and by then I was already down there grown. So I wasn't affected by it in that way. But when I, I, I can guarantee you, it's a lot of motherfuckers out here don't have no, no type of structure in their life growing up. They, they are, they've been validated so much and they feel like their feelings and everything got the most worth that anybody who hurt their feelings deserve violence. Well, that's a big problem with, um, I feel like, the the gen z as a whole because they whole school life going back to what you were saying with elementary school they shifted the whole structure of the way they taught kids kind of during our tenure a little bit but like more so when we was on the way out so we were seeing certain stuff so it's like everything becomes nobody's in second place and no winners everyone gets gets a trophy trophy. all this inclusive everything for everything and i'm not saying that it's not good aspects to that but it's negative in a sense because it's like trying to put life on training wheels longer so by the time that you get out in the world and got to take the training wheels off. You a grown ass man trying to ride a damn bike without training wheels the first time. And that's how I, don't I think feel like this shit is. I don't think people are actually raised in a way where they get to learn that the stove hot. You know what I mean? Like the stove hot, bro. You touch that motherfucker, you're going to get burnt. They and let they, us touch it. They, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I felt that heat. Hmm. You know what I'm saying a lot of people they they somebody always bailing them out, somebody always coming to their rescue, somebody always caping for them. You know what I'm saying? And now you got motherfuckers out here. That's where you get these motherfucking young dudes in these streets. They 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 lose a they they lose a fight and they want to go get a pistol. You know what I'm saying? They not built for the heat, man. It's like they can't like it's easy to do murder is easy when you're a savage. You know what I'm saying? And when you ain't got nothing to lose. Harm, harm to others is easy when you don't have that 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 structure. You know what I'm saying? When you're not raised with those, with those boundaries. Again, it's about respect for boundaries and stuff like that. Like, you, that's a switch that get turned off when you go to when you join the military. You go your entire life learning how to play well with others. That's part of the, that's one of the damn things you get graded on on your report card. Works well with others and shit like that. Mm-hmm. You know and your whole like everything about you is it, it, scaled. And then you well, join Terry and they were like, all right, well, we're going to train all that shit that you learned about being a good citizen and all that shit. We're going to keep that in place, but we're going to teach you how to be a killer. We're going we're gonna to open that, that Pandora's box in your brain again and, and, and bring you out here. You might not ever use that, but if you happen to, you'll be ready to use it. But then when we unleash you back into society, you got to figure it out for yourself. Your yeah. So just imagine as a young motherfucker having that switch turned on earlier than that mm-hmm. because of the streets. 
You know what I'm saying? Whether you kill somebody or you know somebody who died or you witnessed a murder, that's what get turned on. And you don't go get therapy. You don't go talk to nobody who can help you walk, walk through those processes. You just become, you become that. You see what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's what it is, man. And on top of that, you take into account, like you got, imagine like the, the, our opposite gender who don't even have those types of levels of restraint, those types of boundaries. Like women can join the military and not, not even have to go through the same PT that the males have to go through. They got a, they have a, an adjusted PT for women. So they don't even have to do all the heavy lifting to be accepted into that. Again, that's the participation trophy portion of it. They're not even required under the expectation of being in the infantry and got to stand on the front line and hold a pistol. So they, all they got to do is just show up paperwork most of the time, unless they're required to. And if a woman is required to hold a gun on the front line, we already done lost the war anyway. We don't lost our good soldiers anyway before they even throw a woman out there. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, look, look where we at with it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's one of the things I think like as a culture, as black people, we got to take back our shit instead of assimilating to what these white people got going on, bro. Cause that's what shit is all, all off the rails, bro. Jonathan Majors is in the, is a byproduct of that, man. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like we don't, for one, we don't even support our own. The most supportive black people I know are people who, who love R. Kelly. And that's crazy. And that's crazy. They, like, but, niggas, you, but you know what? It, it wasn't. Niggas don't even hold down Kanye like that. Niggas ain't hold down no. Michael Jackson like that. Mike, they ain't hold down Michael Jackson like that. But you know, it ain't been a, a whole outcry from our community about the Jonathan Majors. It's kind of like, yo. It's not gonna be because he's not from a generation that represents. Oh that. well, it's a it's a couple things with that. So what you just said and what I've seen throughout any posts with him is, and again back to majority ratios, all of this, he did something to a woman. Number one, and he's a black guy that's very desired by black women, and he chose not one woman. of them. So they, the, the sentiment through everything coming up with him is fuck that nigga. They don't give a fuck about him because of what he chose to do. And this goes back to what you were saying earlier. A person could be in the black community, possibly trying to help the black community, whatever. But if they did one or two things that they don't like, he can't represent. He can't be a part of, he can't speak on it. This is a dark skin of black man. And let's say he wanted to have a, a stance that's something that is in our culture comments underneath whatever he said without this situation happening. Let's say that never happened would be this my. Then you see his girl white, la 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 la. Literally, that's what it would be. And I'm not even condoning or not condoning people do whatever they want to do. It's just that we just have to allow people to do what they want to do. But I do get the anger within it, typically, because even when they pulled the picture up, I was like, so you super swole, been working out all this time, and that's the best you about to pull, and then she got you going to jail? You out here looking stupid, bro. My guy, you look terrible. You look terrible. This mid-ass white woman that got you in all this damn trouble. You probably realize. Like, you probably at can't, least probably, get a baddie and get you in trouble up, if you don't do it. When it went down. That's probably the first thing he thought of when it went down. Like, fuck. I got this regular-ass <laughs> <this regular> bitch. <laughs> I got trouble. this bagger Reggie. 
about to get me in Reggie. trouble, man. Reggie, Reggie Miller. Like, Reggie <laughs> Miller. That's like getting stopped by the police smoking a blunt, and it's from some Reggie. And Ugh. you're in the middle of Idaho. And like, now you're going to jail for smoking some Reggie. That <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even feel like you was getting high off of. You now know, you got a headache. Smoking a fucking cigarette. Nigga, you was mad when you were smoking. Because <laughs> before you started smoking, you was like, damn, I should just get a black. It's about the same as this. <laughs> I don't even smoke black. Better than that. Either. <laughs> crazy, man. It's unfortunate. More power to that, man. Hopefully, you know what I'm saying? He come out of this and, and learn his lesson. If not, then AB is just another one of them conversations that been had, bro. That we gonna always have, huh? There's always, I mean, shit. What what's the kid um play basketball? Was it Mikey Williams or something? And he was a top, top high school recruit. Uh, I think his name is Mikey Williams, like top, top recent, dude. recent, recent, very recent. Got caught with guns and trying to shoot somebody and all this bullshit. Oh, the kid, the kid in Alabama that played for Alabama. Yeah. Yeah. Or no, he ain't in college yet. Oh, okay. That's he in high school. He in high school. Okay. So basically, and this is kind of like similar to what happened to AI before he uh got was able to go to Georgetown, but I don't know. I feel like he I'm not gonna say. I don't know the details. I hope that he didn't do it because he had a very great opportunity to get his whole family in a totally different situation and you out here playing around. Bro, I would say this. Because, and I, I, I share that sentiment, but I'm gonna say this. <clears throat> it's unfortunate that uh, we see entertaining the motherfuckers as our way out. Oh, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, he could, yeah, he could go to college and he could be anything in this world, but what he good at is bouncing the ball and shooting it through a rim. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to try to hopefully help him capitalize on that and he stay on the straight and narrow and stay on their good side because we don't want him to lose that opportunity, blah, 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 right? But we don't, we need more engineers, bro. We need more plumbers. We need more, you know what I'm saying? We need more electricians. Absolutely. Started kind of like nerd. absolutely, but he was like two steps away from getting to that part of the African American dream that they given us, and it was lucrative. And all he had to do was not do something super dumb, and at the very least, he could have got a free education out of it. Now ain't shit about to happen. I mean, he might not even got the education. If you already on this type of path, if you under this type of mindset, oh, you see what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, he might be he might be like 98% jock mentally. Oh, so the way, yeah, the education might have been useless to him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like all the young men and all the young women, if you're listening, we need more scientists. We need more doctors, more lawyers, we need more architects. Sports is cool. If you're trying to get your family out the hood and change the trajectory of your family in the current situation you're in, that's awesome. When you make it to the league, whatever league, whatever association you get to, please make sure that you turn around and help those who are trying to be doctors, lawyers, scientists, physicians, uh, judges, and everything else like that. Because we need more of that coming from our community. It's a beautiful thing to, not, to, to have, 
and to create those networks where we can further build a future for ourselves and those who are to come behind me, you, and everyone else. Being a jock, being an athlete is awesome. Like if you're great at that, be the, be as, be the best that you can be. Be as great as you can be at that sport, whatever it is. But we do need these positions filled for our own selves and our own people. We need plumbers, pipe fitters, bricklayers. We need architects, carpenters. We need welders. We need all that. We need more of these things in our community. Absolutely. That's all I got. That's all I got to say. Uh, we did an episode. We did an episode called It's Okay to Not Be an Entertainer. It was, that was one of my favorite episodes ever that I've done on this podcast. All right. And I enjoyed that conversation because it's a truthful conversation. Um, it's a conversation that's much needed that more that we should probably have more or in, or in different manners or different topics and concepts, issues as well. But being an athlete is cool. But for all the people, all the young men, I know some young men are listening. There are only 450 spots to be filled in the NBA. There are not enough doctors. Is it 400 to be filled or 400 positions? And um, 450 position. positions filled in the NBA for basketball players. Yeah, that's all you're going for is 400 jobs. That's all that's there. And it ain't even 400. It's about, uh, what? And like 30 30 something a year you know for the rookies to come in or, or if we go both rounds we it's say 30 it's 30 it's like 32 teams and 15 spots mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying oh 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 yeah 15 spots yeah. yeah it's crazy man that's what i'm saying like it's the same thing i see with like people trying to be uh, social media influencers and all this other stuff. Like, hey, do what you do, but if you're not going to be awesome, great. Uh, if you're not going to be a, a trailblazer or whatever, edit. Build some skills. You know My saying? podcast was not created to be like anybody else's podcast, and so far it hasn't been. Maybe it is. I don't know, but I don't walk. I don't listen to other people's podcasts. Trying to do what they do. I do. You do see me encourage and and inspired by you know the joe rogans and the joe and the joe buttons but i don't do anything that they do on their podcast as far as i know but um i do what i do here and in my personal life because this is you know there are other things that i have going on music and and clothes and all this other shit so we do what we do over here but we have enough entertainers as it is if this was to happen to blow up and have a and have a very strong impact financially. I will make. I would want to make sure that there's a STEM school or or some type of art school for kids. All right, we have enough entertainers. We need more positions that are pertinent and important to our community. And I will just add that the problem is more so on the male side because. Our sisters going to school, getting them degrees in droves. So that's amazing. But mm-hmm. I feel like men, black men in particular, gravitate to trying to do the sports thing, trying to do that instead of being like Six was saying, practical, especially in the way that 
America pushed everybody going into a four-year college and la la la. All these people that should have been plumbers went to a regular college. All these people that should have been electricians went to a regular college and didn't like it, didn't figure it out, probably got student loans that they still paying on and took them for that because they didn't do what they were supposed to because the pressure is, oh, go to a four-year university and get some white-collar job when a lot of people weren't built for that. And they really tried to make it look like that's not what it is, what you should do. Meanwhile, plumbers, electricians, and carpenters, and all these people who work with their hands, they making six figures because ain't enough of them. So now the price that went up. So plumbers be making doctor money and shit if they get to a certain point with it. If you got you a job working at Com Air right now, you would start off with a hundred thousand dollars. I think also, man, is that um, people want instant gratification, mm. and they want like the they want to take the shortest route to the fastest outcome, and they're not thinking about like the long game. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody want to be a rapper, everybody want to sell beats on the internet, all this old shit. Uh, everybody shoot videos now. Everybody a TikTok star. Everybody want that instantaneous, uh, what they what they presume to be the best outcome, but they're not thinking about like what true grind actually gets you. Like we're actually just staying focused, staying in your lane, doing what you do and being dedicated to that. And a lot of that come from like learning how to be competitive. That's, I mean, that's, I give props to anybody who do use athletics to actually be successful. And that's not- Absolutely. My, my argument is not about, not against them doing that, Mm-mm. but- like just having a little bit more wherewithal and more uh, more thought into what their actual future might have in store for them because an injury might occur. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or you might not get picked in the draft or you might not make it through the combine or something like that. Or you might you might not want to go overseas. That might not be the, 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 type of, the type of journey that you see yourself going on. Or you might not really truly be passionate about sports. It might be your parents' dream for you. You know, oh, that's saying? a lot of people that so, go through the most. You're like good that. at it doesn't mean that just because you're good at it now doesn't mean that you're you're the best at it. You might be the best in your county, but you go join the college and now you you riding the bench and now you're not happy. Now your your college shirt requires you be part of this team, but because you're not happy because you don't get enough clock time, you're gonna drop out or you're gonna you know what I'm saying fuck it off and now you're gonna lose a scholarship. That that type of stuff happens. But you know, it's it, 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 this conversation can go down a whole lot of different paths, but I respect it nonetheless. You can go whatever way you want to lead the way if you're gonna go down a different path, it's fine. Yeah, man, it's all good. I think, like, a lot of the stuff we done touched on quite a few episodes and stuff like that. It's just, it seemed like it's funny how everything kind of looped back around to a lot of these different things. Like, it's really just a lack of uh resources and, and information to actually help us build based on the information that do we that we do attain everything is really just surface level for a lot of people you know what i'm saying like you can learn you can learn the physical a- aspects of it but the mental aspects of it a lot of people just don't have the capabilities for it because maybe they have short attention spans maybe they, they just don't have a, the resources available to them at home some people grow up even nowadays they only got internet at home you know what i'm saying like the closest thing, thing they got to internet is what's on their phone mm-hmm. see what i'm saying things like that so it's like yeah, a lot of the times it's like that's the sacrifice a lot of them are willing to make because they gotta get themselves and their family out of that jam. 
And a lot of the times they family is just their mama and their siblings. You know what I'm saying? Or their grandmama and their siblings. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's now or never. It's all on my shoulders. It's all I got to do. That's all Big Sean ever rapped about. Is how he he was the breadwinner. He had to do this because his he wanted to turn his family's fortune around, and he just so happened to be fortunate enough to to make that happen. But just imagine all the different young rappers who had that same story who never even got mm -hmm. that. And now they now they are a big disappointment to the family, and now they're rejecting any type of feedback because they feel like, well, I, I put everything I had into it. Y'all ain't do nothing. Fuck y'all. You know what I'm saying? That's how it go, man. It's like the lack of appreciation, lack of support, or the, the type of support they feel like they deserve, they don't get because most people don't know how to support you. And that's a fact. That becomes a big thing, too. A lot of people, and, then, and then you could come from a situation where parents can actually be jealous of you and the small successes that you have that will grant you access to bigger uh successes in in a bigger network but you got parents out there who don't like the fact that their kids are doing better you know than they, than they were at that age when i was doing when i was doing a mentor work you saw i saw that often and then you take into account also like that a lot of this ain't gonna change for the better because more and more people are having children out of wedlock, so there ain't no real family structure. They just making babies and these kids are gonna be raised in these homes with these heightened expectations and this false sense of love and support because they think that this is normal reality when really it's just their reality. You know what I'm saying? A lot of these dads don't have any relationships with their kids because they don't even know the baby mama in the first place. She just gave them up, gave up some pussy and he dipped off and got some old pussy somewhere else and she didn't know who he was so she didn't know how to contact him and let him know he had a baby on the way. You know what I'm saying? And now the baby might grow up to be a basketball star, rap star. He might just grow up to work at fucking Ford. Hell, he might just be a cashier at the gas station. Uh -huh. He might be a trap star. He might be on the block gang banging. I mean, it's like his life has so many different paths it can go down strictly because there's no structure. Structure is key, man. Like, I, I don't have too many people I can name off the top of my head who had two parents at home and just really hit them streets and did some dumb shit. That was me, son. Straight up. Who had like a support system in general who just went out, did some dumb shit, and that's just the way their life turned out. You know? My dad was a doctor, my mom was a lawyer. We all did some stupid shit, but like that'd be like the 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 committed path. But I felt the only way for me to really get this money, get this guap, was for me to hit the block. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I started selling crack rocks at the age of eight. <laughs> uh there ain't too many guys in, in my circle that i know with both parents in a household i don't think there are man that would be hard to i would have to sit and, and think about it. like closest to me mm -mm. a lot of people i know if they did do okay for themselves they, they live like a fairly mediocre life they live like a regular life they don't they, they're not super ambitious. They might not have gotten off into the streets real heavy, but I don't know too many that went on and did great shit because they had the single parent or their grandma or some shit like that. They kind of like just played it safe or they just had like their coaches at school, their teachers at school, their mentors or whatever that kind of kept them on track. And they got them a nice little paying, decent paying job. But in terms of like really being truly, uh, I guess, successful and doing something that they actually felt like 
they they're on path or they've ever achieved a goal, a personal goal. I don't know too many people could talk about like personal goals that they achieve in that from that from that walk of life. And it's it's just how it is, man. It's like especially for us as a culture. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of our goals and stuff is really just based on this uh this system we live in. We don't even know like we don't even know who we are first and foremost. We just know what we think we know. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. A lot of us like if you think about it, we Black people in America, we probably the most uh, divided culture globally. Like you could come to black, you can come to America, come to the United States of America. Let's say you're from Nigeria and you come here outside of like hearing all the bullshit propaganda from the US government when they try to get you inclined to being here and they tell you stay away from all the niggas. If you meet black people in New York, black people in New York are completely different from the black people in Philly in front of black people in Ohio and the black people in Illinois and the black, you know what I'm saying? Like we are so different. We, we said we're segregated religiously. You know what I'm saying? Think about how many denominations there are in Christianity alone. Mm, million. We, we in all of them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Think about it. is Baptist, missionary, Pentecostal. Yeah. And Epistle. They got, and they all got their own, their own belief systems. The same thing like the Muslims, you got your five percenters, you got your Moors, you got your, you know what I'm saying? Like you start, going, you know what I'm saying? Your, your, your fruit of Islam, you know what I'm saying? You get all of, there's so, it's so many different channels in which black people, because we're all trying, we're all seeking. We go through our life seeking, trying to find yeah, motherfuckers out here being Hebrew Israelites. There's just so many different things. Like everybody's created their own lane. Yeah. We don't have a united front. Not at all. And that's going that's what I was gonna say earlier. Like we don't that's why I like I hate when black people always talk that old stay on code shit. What code, nigga? We don't got no code. Like ain't no code, nigga. Ain't no expectations amongst us. We don't you gotta have to in order to have a code, you gotta have a community. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You gotta have you gotta have like we can't even meet up in one place and agree on something. If I if I if we got online and we all channeled to to have a, a, a black sit down. It's gonna be one of them niggas to invite somebody that's white, cause they're they're ally. <laughs> because, he, he, because they are allegedly cool. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Or they gonna or they gonna find some way to be segregationist about it amongst us. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you can't come because you gay. You can't come because you blah blah blah. You can't come because you blah. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's always gonna be that amongst us because we that self hatred it, it goes so deep. You know, I, I I refuse to give all the credit to some some country bumpkin ass slave owners bro they were to say that they had that much of a mental hold on us got to be a little bit more than it got to we did some of this to us too bro mm-hmm. i think like once we got free the, those of us who had an opportunity we was like you know what some of these niggas weak they they, they weak they they're they gonna hold us back and hopefully they die off and a lot of them niggas didn't die off because the same way I'm watching a lot of these niggas out here look at Jonathan Major, they looking down on this nigga like, man, fuck that nigga spit on. That's the same way them niggas was when MLK got, got killed. Them the same type of, they grandparents was them motherfuckers who was like, fuck Malcolm X, that nigga raising too much hell, he making it tough for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I am don't, I don't wanna go, I can't go to work and do my job with this shit. Yeah, I can't, I, why, why they doing a fucking bus boycott? Now I can't get, I gotta get to work. You know what I'm saying? Now they're gonna be harder on me at work because this motherfucker out here protesting, talking yeah. about chickens have came home to roost. You mm-hmm. dirty motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? On some real shit. That's you think about it like you 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 consider that we've never been on a united front because we never had true community. Every opportunity we had to have community, the shit got fucking squashed. 
Yep. Someone told me we dropped uh, being a neighborhood when drugs and, and, and gangs got involved. We went from being a neighborhood to just the hood. I don't even believe that, bro. I sound, it sounds good, but I don't even believe that. Because I think that before the drugs, because drugs always been around, first and foremost. Crack happened in the 80s, but drugs always been around. Heroin came right after Vietnam. It became like the thing because they were hooked on, on the opium and shit like that. Uh, but in terms of like the hustle aspect of it, I think that the corruption happened when they went co with Cointel Pro. That's when the hood became the hood. Cointel Pro, they start hiring, they put money in the pockets of uh, dissenting ass niggas. Again, niggas who never really supported anyway, niggas who wanted to have their own come up, say fuck. It's greedy. It's greedy and not about the, the community. Yeah, they use greed. It's all take. Yep. It's all it take. I mean, shit, any community shit, and it's, uh, unfortunately, it's more prevalent and you know i guess minority situations because that's how they manipulate because what in other countries they send economic terrorists to topple they these people's countries from a financial standpoint you yeah, know it's like a lot to stabilize so they, they, that's what they did to us we the fucking we the guinea pig for all that shit. oh yeah us and the natives yeah they figured out how to destabilize others others Communities like you would, they wouldn't have had a boss to take it overseas if they didn't do it here first. Yeah, I mean, the, the you know what I'm saying? The attack on Black Wall Street you don't, and you don't all the other bank. places that we never even probably heard of in history books, like those was the testing grounds. Was the testing grounds. Yeah. You don't get the boss to just run up in somebody's house without beating on your kids first. <laughs> I know how to build move. <laughs> he said build move. Crazy man, it's unfortunate, but you know, I hate, I hate going down the dark path. But it's... hey, man, earlier in a in a in a in a, in a uh, on an Instagram chat, I sent you guys a movie called Dinner Party. Check that out. Dinner party. I heard of it. I never watched it. Check it out. For those who are listening, listening, it's an EP by Dinner Party. The people uh, oh, on this it. is called Kamasi Washington, Robert Glasper, Terrace Martin, and Ninth Wonder. Mm -hmm. It's a pretty cool vibe. It's not that long. It's a few songs, like maybe seven to nine songs, maybe 25, 30 minutes. It's not that long. It's a cool, chill vibe. Especially if you got your lady with you, smoke a J, get a bottle of wine, and have a good time, man. Just relax, chill back. Thanks for reminding me because I looked at it and I was at work and I was moving around, so I didn't get a chance to listen to it. But yeah, I'm definitely gonna check it yeah. out. What the hell? Shout out to uh, Andy Bloom for because uh, I had put him up on some music to listen to because he was telling me he liked jazz and I was putting him up. Putting them up on Robert Glasper and and a, a couple of different other guys that I like uh, as far as music, and then he shows up and says, "Yo, have you checked this album out yet?" And I said, "The dinner party? No, I haven't heard it." And it's a pretty cool vibe, so I'm gonna go through and, and check out some other things as well. Um, dinner party, check out that album. It's a decent vibe. Anything else you guys want to say? 
Oh, um, not really. I'm good. Really? I think I think we then covered the bases tonight. Yeah, yeah. As usual, we do. Um, Creed was cooking as usual. Man, fuck Creed. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm always cooking up some. This is one of my new. Man, don't nobody care about these motherfucking shirts. Ninety-three till infinity. Hip hop, the back got like every album that came out in '93 within mm. this graphic. So on the back is actually the whole albums. Oh, well, I ain't about to turn around. But nah, don't do that. <laughs> How many albums do you remember from '93-6? Quite a few, man. I know Onyx dropped there's Red Man dropped his shit. Yep. Uh, fuck. Uh, Diggable Planets drop. Yeah. Uh, it's quite a few, man. Tribe drop. There's a lot of them drop there. Yeah, Midnight Marauders, First Wu. Yeah. Uh, into the 36 Chambers. Pop. Uh, Pop, yep. Strictly for my Negroes. <laughs> <laughs> My, one of my favorite songs is on that album. Watch the first two episodes of that documentary. Which one? Uh, with the mom, dear mama. I haven't seen. I I, I think it's gonna be. Uh, it's on. It should be on Hulu now. I'm gonna check it out. First episodes are yeah. I'll check it out. I haven't I checked have it out. To watch. I'll check it out. It's pretty dope. It's pretty dope. So. Sure, some cool insights. I mean, I I feel like the reason why certain things were put in motion to make sure Pac died. He was a child of the Black Panthers, which going back to what we were talking about earlier real quick about us not having a base and not having like um, people to lobby when we tried to do it, look what happened. So I think that's a lot of of underlying fear within us seeing like oh yeah when we organized and try to do xyz they came down hard as hell they was like this is the biggest threat and now people scared i think that now we could do something but everybody still got fear from before and people can't get on the same page i feel like it was easier for people to get on the same page back then but now it's like damn near impossible because there's so many agendas imagine because what you're saying is 100 true but imagine this bro all right let's say Pac never died right and uh let's say the kanye situation never happened let's say dame dash never really got relegated as the crazy mad angry man you know what I'm saying? Like all, all these people who actually be saying all, all our truth tellers never mm-hmm. got in some form of fashion. Mm-hmm. You know what would have you know what would have actually validated everything they said? Hmm. Our support as a community. Mm. We never, we always say, oh, they crazy. We always like jump down the crazy path. We mm-hmm. always say we dis- we so dismissive. We dismissive, not even necessarily to our own benefit. We dismissive just to make sure white people hear us say it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We'd be the first ones. We'd be mm. the first ones before they ever say anything. We'd be the first ones. We we immediately separate ourselves out of fear. Mm. Mm. I want it to touch us. We don't want we don't want our pockets to be affected. We so we so detached from our own reality 
that we think that the reality that matters is the one that they're attached to. Mm. Well, I know for me, a lot of times what ends up happening is I'm in environments where it's not a ton of black people. So when certain things happen, they're like, what do you think about this? And it's like, uh, you do you really want to know? You know, so you have to give the I'm at work diluted answer of whatever thing you, if you're trying to not. Huh? I said, you're around a bunch of motherfuckers comfortable enough to ask you some shit like that. Them motherfuckers ain't, ain't, man, they don't even look me in my eye when I walk in the room and they know some shit happened amongst black folks because they know. <laughs> <laughs> Will Smith smacked Chris Rock. Nigga, it would, nigga, I had the most peace in my life on the job. White folks would not address nothing with me unless it was 100% purely work related. That was the most peaceful time in my life. That's so funny. I, I almost wish that they were uncomfortable in that regard. <laughs> in public. Because I don't want to talk about it because, but I think it's because if you know how to carry yourself in a in a professional manner and all of these different things, not to say that you don't, I feel like you know, whoever you're working around just have a different perception of you, but I feel they like they think I'm mm, they believe I'm militant. And see, with me, I certain people know that I am, and certain people know that I'm not, because it's definitely or no, don't think that I am, because it's definitely a cold switching back and forth, you jumping around all throughout the day because it's like over here you got your actual black people that you can talk to somewhat normally but you still on work level of i'm not gonna get too comfortable but we comfortable enough as black people then white people is gonna be uh, some level of cold switching and filtering just oh. to not deal with certain elements that you don't want to deal with because yeah you could just keep it raw all day long but Bro, that's I, gonna not be as fun sometimes <laughs> i had a meeting one day there was a meeting uh was, we had took a break and we came back from eating or whatever and we were sitting in, in the boardroom and shit just talking and uh i told everybody straight up i said you know what it's a it's i said the Y'all, I said, y'all got a crazy perception of me because I've mastered code switching and that's something I hate to do. I said, but you know what I, I, I figured out? I said, y'all try to code switch and it's very awkward. So I'm not code switching no more. I said, because every time y'all try to code switch for me, it's, it's insulting. Mm. You get what I'm saying? You think about it, when white people code switch for you, it's never. But see, this is the thing. It's not cold switching because you're the majority. You don't have to do anything. Just act fucking regular and then everything is fine. It turns offensive in, oh, I'm going to try to speak in a vernacular. So, like, you can't yo, 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 bro. do it. Don't fucking do it. Like, actually, see what it me, when I was in, uh, they I do it now. And they were acting like I was in Nashville. You couldn't go nowhere without those they trying to bro up on you and be like, oh my, bro, this is like, really? The reason like, why they do it though, there's a difference between why they do it and why we do it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So there is no benefit or incentive for them, for them at all, for them to be in your graces. And mm -hmm. they don't give a fuck about that. 
it just be cool to have a nigga that's a friend. You see what I'm saying? But for us, it's a survival tactic. That's why I can't be in, I can't be in no interrelation relationships and shit like that. I can't do it because I'm not, I'm for one, you starting out code switching for a white bitch. You know what I'm saying? You could think about it, I'm not doing that. Well, she code switching for you. There, there is no nobody yeah. ain't keeping nobody's keeping it real in the opening of a uh, interracial relationship. Shit, fucking for the first two and a half years. Because now you learn this bitch came and cook. And how do you tell her? I'm you tell anybody. All, all she know <laughs> all she know how to do is slob you up because because <laughs> she ain't got a code switch that. <laughs> Look at that, nigga. We not man. I'm not cold switching for nobody, man. They can suck my dick. <laughs> That's it. Uh, the aforementioned point that you just pointed out. Uh, <laughs> I feel like that might be a good uh point to because this is gonna get worse. I feel like we probably change the channel. <laughs> <laughs> What am, am I wrong? Am I You're saying not wrong? wrong? You're not wrong. You're not wrong. It's just the the raw uncut. But that's all you know how to do, man. Like, I'm cold switching to make you comfortable, and you can't even pay me the same respect. <laughs> this is WTLU, the link up where it gets a little raunchy after hours. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, we good. We good. It's um, I, I'm. I, I'll say this: code switching, man. It's it's annoying and uncomfortable for for me at times. You know what I mean? Like you're there at work. You know you have a job to do, but you know at the same time, like, hey, man, I don't fit in. I don't fit in with these people. And but you have to answer questions. You have to. There are certain things that need to be done while you're there. All right. The uncomfortable, the uncomfortable part comes in when they hit you with that yo yo bro, shit. What's up? What's been going on with you? What's up, homie? <clears throat> like you don't, you don't have to do all that shit, fam. Just, just talk how you normally, normally would when you out with your, with your regular guys and shit. Just but watch you your mouth. Greet me the way you greeted Albert over there. Yeah. You asked him, him how he was doing. You asked me how I'm doing, and we yeah. both. The same way you would talk talk to, the same way you would talk to a uh, white car all over there, or, or or William or whoever it is. The or you same, go over to talk to Ethan and and yeah and, and Matthew. Seth. <laughs> Don't forget Seth. That's a good one there. <laughs> yeah, the same way you talk to them. The same way you greet the if you greet them with. <laughs> If you greet those guys with respect, just greet me. You don't have to. You don't have to yo yo bro it up with me, man. Don't put nothing extra on it. You don't have to do none of that shit, man. It's just easier for you to just say, "Hey, Matthew, how you doing?" and go on, or you can say, "Good morning, Matthew. Good afternoon." Because majority of the time, y'all probably don't even want to talk to me, and I don't want to talk to y'all. Just make it simple. Hello, hey, Matthew, and keep on going. That crazy is white. That white people smirk y'all have that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah, the skin tight smirk. Yeah, but that's 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 they shit. But all I'm saying is, you know, just be courteous enough to just keep it on some cool shit, you know. And I think I think certain people try to overdo it and and, and they fuck it up. 
put too much they on fuck it. it up. Yeah, because they be trying to be cool or they, you know, but they and and maybe they don't even know it. But in any in any any manner, form or fashion, it, it's I don't like it. You know what I mean? But the code switching, you know, it's crazy because you could be in a room, you go from one room, it's me, Carl, and six. And we speak in one way and then we go outside, it, it 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 turns into something else because you're you you're being misunderstood or they don't understand what you're saying, or they don't understand what six is saying, or what Carl or probably me. It's probably me. Motherfuckers don't understand what the fuck I be saying. Uh, I've been misunderstood my whole life, so I, I'm used to it. But I'd rather they just be who the fuck they are. If they're a hillbilly, be a hillbilly. Yeah. Well, yeah. If, if you tell racist jokes, tell a racist joke. I might laugh. Shit. Then at least Honestly. I understand. I know who you are. Shit. Don't yeah, yeah, and, and, and even with the with the racist jokes, if you're gonna say it, just be funny. Because if you're not, you deserve what comes after that. You earned it, not not deserve it. You earned it. If the joke ain't shit, and I hit you in the fucking mouth, you you earned it. Because I'm not gonna. I feel like we would all be lying if we didn't. If we said we never heard a white comedian say a joke that was directed towards black people but the shit was actually kind of funny because it was yeah. true like if it's if it's true Theo it's the shit funny i'm gonna laugh theo vaughn say some wild shit but i'll be laughing my ass off i'm like this motherfucker actually said that shit with a black person <laughs> in the room you know what i'm saying if i was there i'd get that nigga doubt <laughs> I feel like we respect yeah. we respect the the having balls and like just standing on your shit. Yeah. But don't be offensive, but stand like, on your shit. Yeah, yeah. being That's good all. at your craft. Yeah, being yeah. you're a comedian, be a comedian. Don't be a fucking pussy. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. But when when I'm when we're in these uh, other landscapes and we're working and doing what we need to do, it shit it shit gets awkward, man. Especially when they try to, especially when they try to shake your hand and then they they fumble that like it's a toddler. All that elaborate ass, slippery wet handshake shit they be on. Man. Yeah. Hey man, I think we're gonna get on get on about it here after that. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I appreciate you all for tuning in. Hey man, we we we're we we're, we're back at it, and this felt good to do because I've been so fucking busy. I'm going to be writing verses for the rest of the week and weekend so I can do some music. Hopefully, Agent Smith will allow me to take up space in his home and do songs. I don't know if that actually happened, but we'll see what, what goes on with that. Uh, Archibars on the way. Other shit is on the way. Um, and, and remember the mission statement when you're striving for greatness. God never puts you in the driver's seat if it's taking you ugly bitch you. <laughs>